Hello, everybody, and welcome to another sermon from Cigar Pulpit. I'm the Bishop of the Burn, Nick, and with me as always... It's Gator. And we have a special guest with us today, no stranger to the microphone. How you doing, Bryant? Man, I'm doing good, doing good. We have Bryant Falconer, <laughs> Falconer. of Cigar Talk with us in-house in at house. Riverman Cigar Company right now. Yes, sir. Back home in the Midwest, baby. Back home. This is great. This is great. So we, uh, we found out Bryant was in town. Yes. And uh, didn't tell us or anything, just kind of randomly posted a picture and said, <laughs> Nick tagged, stalked you. tagged it as Shiloh, Shiloh Illinois, Illinois. And I'm like, well, I guess uh, Brian's in town. <laughs> I was going to call, but oh, I, had, okay. I came in and I wanted to spend a little bit of time with my mom and oh, my grandmother no, before it. I did start doing everything. Because the minute I put that out, I did it perfectly. <laughs> now, boom, I, I just started getting hit. Now, hit, Nick hit, hit. says he gets it, but he doesn't. He doesn't. No, I mean, okay. you know, whatever. There's bitterness <laughs> and hostility. Um, no. No, we're no. good. We're good. We're good. We're good. <laughs> right it's now. so good to see you, brother. <laughs> we're good. Yeah, thank yeah. you. Thank so, you. So we're all good Southern Illinois boys here. Yes, I mean, sir. come on. Yes, they born and raised in yep. this, man. Born and raised. It's so it's so inbred in me when I went to Texas. I just couldn't fit in. <laughs> <laughs> you, you got too used to being in the People's Ooh, Republic of Illinois. Oh, man. <laughs> There's certain things you look at you like, why are you doing that? Well, nobody down in Texas <laughs> knows what a pork steak is. At all. But right? we'll find out on the trip back because I, I, got, you gotta, I got my oh, chest. I would say you're I'm, bringing the cooler back, oh, right? Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna sit back there in the backyard. That aroma is no. gonna permeate through the neighborhood. Okay, we're gonna be knocking on the fence. Now let me ask you this: no. Do you have a favorite meat shop to go to when you're back? No. Oh, here? Yeah. Uh, it used to be a meat shop downtown East St. Louis, right off of uh, Collinsville Avenue. It's not there anymore. Mm. So now I don't know. I'll tell you, there's a good place in Waterloo, Illinois. Okay. Um, it's uh, what's I uh, God? I just locked up Schneider's Schneider's Meat Schneider's. Market. Okay. Yeah, and it's it's one of the best meat markets that you'll find. It's in Waterloo, just as you're coming into town, um, you know, before you get to like the Walmart, Walmart and Applebee's yeah, and all right. that, it's right there. And it's, they have good stuff. I you got to check their hours. I don't make a stop. Yeah, check their hours because I know they're a little limited with COVID right I now. Got but you. I got yeah, you. it's, it's a I, great that's place. That's something that, is, that has sparked, you know, conversation with me and my wife since we've been back too, because there are a lot of things that are being done here at home that are not in Texas because every store you walk in, you better have that mask on. Yeah. And I'm oh, you'll make- get masks shamed up Ooh. here. Yeah, it's crazy. Ooh. And see, I already do it So because we get mask shamed back at home because we wear our mask. I was like, oh, man, this is, like, cool. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, people are really paying attention to this right now. Well, like, you know, we've been, we were locked down for a long yeah, time here. Yeah. And it's I think people were just happy to be able to get out. You know, like for me, I'm close enough to the to Missouri that I can run over here yeah. and actually, you know, enjoy so civilization a little bit. But, and then go back. Yeah. <laughs> and then sneak back across the border. He's back. He's it's back. like Checkpoint Charlie at JB Bridge. <laughs> For real. Yeah. <laughs> well, today we're going to be smoking the uh, a, a little a little cigar. A little we've, cigar. we've got a little cigar. Now hold on. I want to point something out. What's that? We're actually going to do two cigars today. We are. We yep. have a surprise. We have cigar a bonus cigar at the end. Uh oh. Yep. Yeah. So we have the. We're going to start off with the Davidoff Nicaragua. It's the Primrose, and it's a four and one eighth length by thirty four ring gauge. Mm-hmm. Features a. It's a cigarello apparently. Yes, it is. Basically, well, but it is an actual cigar. It's got wrapper binder filler. So the wrapper <laughs> is the Nicaraguan Habano. The binder is Ecuadorian, and the filler is Dominican and Nicaraguan. Let me get mine out of the cellophane. Really? Even the little one you have to do this with, huh? Do it, do it, do it, do it, do it. Now you see. There we yeah. go. Now you okay, see got it. why that takes so long. Dun, 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 dun. So anyway, 
So we're going to go ahead and cut these cigars, and the cut is brought to you by Riverman Cigar Company of Crestwood, Missouri, who is gracious enough to let us record yes. in the lounge today. Yes. Our man Dan over there is doing everything to uh, to prep and get ready. I know the lounge is not... Um, I, I, I think they're talking some limited hours for the lounge, at least to start with and everything. They're kind of they're easing back into everything, mm-hmm. so they're being very careful over at Riverman. But they have everything for every budget from $3 to $100. You can uh, come in, do a pickup order. If you want to come in, get your order, sit outside. They've got a 1,500-square-foot covered patio. Mm-hmm. You can get your, your lawn chair and sit outside. Uh, and the, But they also do mail order. So if, let's say, you live in an area where your brick-and-mortar shop isn't open yet, or maybe you live in an area that doesn't have a brick-and-mortar shop and you want to support a brick-and-mortar shop, Feel free to give Dan over at Riverman Cigar Company a try. He's got the Martinez cigars. Mm. He's got the Aladinos. Mm. He's got all kinds of good stuff. Dan Dan will accommodate because he even brought in the Casada 1974s for me. Now, the problem is I can't get them because everybody else bought them. Oh, I was going to say, oh, they, they just for you? They loaded <laughs> no, them up. No, but that's but the, are they here still? They should be, there yeah. Should be, they, I think they got another box they in. They got okay. some more in okay. because what happened was... We Jeff kept telling them, hey, I really like these cigars. So Dan was kind enough to actually bring them in. Mm-hmm. Well, once we started talking about it on the podcast that yeah, Riverman Cigar has yeah. them, next thing you know, they're selling out over That's here. That's what happens so. with us with the leaf. You, you you mention it, and you mention how much how good it is, how much you love it, yeah. the quality of it. You go back, well, we're sold out. How? Well, you opened your mouth. Yeah, you, <laughs> yeah. Well, and you know that's the thing, and we've we've talked about this a lot because that will happen in the lounges where you talk about a cigar, and you'll have three or four people in in the lounge go buy that cigar. Well, now we're broadcasting to hundreds and hundreds of people, yes. and you know we're surprised when people come in and buy the stick. And it's like, well, wait a minute, we're just doing it on a bigger scale. Yeah, we're true. mass communicating. There you go, perfect. So perfect. check out Riverman Cigar Company of Crestwood, Missouri. Now, with that being said, it's time that we go ahead and cut the cigar. And light. So I have my uh, Calibri SV cutter here. We have our... Uh, we have our. Oh, he's yep. got the deep V going on over there. <laughs> I've got a nice CAO lighter that makes a lot of noise. <laughs> Stop it, true. Jeff. I'm serious. <laughs> that is very that, true. <laughs> we, we've been through this before with you. I have we a, do not need to do that again. I have my McAuliffe that makes the same. Ooh, look at that. No. Oh, yeah. oh my God. <laughs> oh, no. Why is it... <laughs> Why is it the guest always jumps in on that with, oh, you need to borrow my cutter now, I need to borrow your cutter, yeah. okay. All right. Okay. So. Boy, this thing. I love the sound of this. Stop it. Look at that. Oh, my god, That is a nice crisp sound. I don't think I want to deep V this thing, though. It is. I didn't didn't V cut. I just straight cut. But don't. Don't. I was going to say don't jam it in there all the way. That's what she said. That's what she said. (laughs) Well. (laughs) Well. Like we said, we're not PG, buddy. Oh, it's just man. an inch too high. <laughs> <laughs> so, cold draw. Mm. What do you get on the cold draw there? Do you guys do all the... You don't do all the, like, taste... You guys are typically already smoking by we're, the time we start to we're record. Two, and we're fried with two shades in by the time <laughs> <laughs> we start to record. I have to be the designated driver because he is... <laughs> As you know, I mean, but that's the beauty of of our show and yours, too, because you you have two gentlemen that are good friends, Mm -hmm. that are great friends, and you play off each other so well because it's it's just not the show. It's you. I'm contractually obligated to pretend to be his friend. (laughs) 
puts a rider in there. He doesn't ride in. He doesn't get paid unless he you. pretends to be my friend. So, I got you. Yeah. I, got you. I need that contract. Yeah. Who who is your agent? His agent sucks. Before every show, I get a bottle of Bird Dog Peach flavored whiskey, and I have to pretend to be his friend. Pretend to be his friend. Yeah. Okay. Those are those are the two things I got in there. Uh, anyway, so so what are you getting on the cold draw? I'm getting a little fruity. All right. Because yeah, I, I can smell. There's I smell some sweetness. That. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I'm getting a good pull. It's the, it's the nice amount of tension. It's not weak and it's not mm-hmm. plugged. It's, yeah. just, it's perfect. Have you guys ever had the full-size Davidoff Nicaragua? Mm-hmm. I have. I don't know about Rob. I like the Nicaragua. Yeah. I'll be honest. In terms of Davidoff, they're, they're good cigars. Mm-hmm. Typically, the construction is just yes, immaculate on them. Yes. But for my personal palate, a lot of Davidoffs tend to be on the more mild side. Mm-hmm. And so it's a little bit too light for me. Okay. But the Nicaragua, I think, is a fantastic yeah. cigar. Now, Bryant, we need you to do something with us. What's that? Oh, Lord. It's oh, the okay. cold retrohale, brother. You got to do this. Okay. You, you breathe it in and then just retro it out, just like you would if you're smoking. Uh-huh. See if you get something different on the olfactory senses. Typically, you just get the the cold draw flavor. Yeah. Just you know, it's like a juicy fruit gum. That's, that's what I, that's what I was getting. I was like, well, that's still fruity to me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah on the cold I hate retro, to say it that way, but that's still yeah. fruity. It's like a juicy fruit gum. That's what I'm getting. There you go. Juicy. Well, I'm going to go ahead and light this guy up. And the beauty of it being such a small cigar is that it takes next to no time to actually light up. See, that's a problem. I got this jet fuel in this thing. <laughs> I always like to make mine look like it's re-entering orbit. I've, uh, Dan over at Riverman turned mm. me on to these recently, mm. and these are fantastic smokes when you got like just a little bit of time, 20, 30 minutes that you're just looking to, to burn a nice cigar, you know, a nice lunch break cigar or something like that. You know, it's just, it's a good little smoke when you have a little bit of time. A little bit of time. Hold on. I watched Broccoli Rob smoke this thing for an hour. Well, okay, Broccoli Rob is an incredibly small, slow smoker. No, I swear to God, we sat right here. Mm-hmm. And this for we, an hour? He, and actually, yeah. what's really bad is if he would have had a cigar pick that he could have stabbed the butt, he probably could have gotten 10 more minutes out he of it. He jammed a fork prong in it and shot, wow. it just yeah, busted the, it all the, the hell. The plastic wow. fork prong was a little too much. I'm looking but, at this, and my Rob, <laughs> yeah. he could... Hot box this in one draw. I was going to say, <laughs> half of it's gone in a draw, you know. <laughs> and a plume of smoke would come out. You're like, oh, it's done. <laughs> smoke coming out of every, every orifice. Uh, every orifice. <laughs> and he got that weird smile. Like, yeah. <laughs> See, that, and that's it, it, the weird smile. Let's touch on this for a moment. So, uh-huh. so I kind of think that of the two of you, you're the one with the style. Um, I got the swag. I mean, he takes very pretty pictures of cigars that he puts up on his Instagram. He's he he was a photographer. I'm gonna say he yeah. does a very good job mm-hmm. setting up the photo. He has you know, the that's eye. A, he but, has the but eye. the guy needs a haircut. Oh, he just got a haircut. Did he just get but one? But he hasn't taken a picture with it. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was gonna say because I've seen his COVID hair and ooh, it's been rough. Ooh. You know, but but Rob doesn't care anyway. He he he'll let you know. He <laughs> you take me as I am. Oh, yeah. <laughs> dude, dude it, I had a high end type before COVID, oh. so. <laughs> I don't freaking believe that. I know that's not true. <laughs> I'm like, Whoa. I know that's not true. <laughs> I'm kind of liking this stuff. Yeah. Right? What are you getting on it? I'm getting, I had a little wussy with a slight pepper on the retro hair. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Did you do a retro yet, Nick? I have not done one yet. Yeah, you got to watch Nick do a retro because he nearly dies every time. <laughs> don't wait, 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 let me. <laughs> 
<laughs> yep. There's definitely some pepper on the retro. There's definitely some pepper on the retro. I had to move the mic, man. <laughs> it is a creamy cigar. It is. It's yeah. a very it smooth cigar. Yes, it is. And like it's I still said, got a little bit of that fruit. It's almost like a peaches and cream now that I'm smoking it. Okay. And it has a great aroma yeah. to it too. Sure, mm-hmm. that's not that liquor that you were it could be because yeah i did i did drink so again bird dog peach flavored whiskey (laughs) hopefully we'll get an endorsement out of these guys i've mentioned them enough there you go it it looked good at the convenience store so so bryant you're from our neck of the woods yes sir you grew up in east st louis yes sir born and raised 22nd estate there you go there you go and and uh so so you became a police officer yeah i left first i left to go to college okay uh, yeah, you and I both went to SAU Carbondale. Carbondale. Saluki. Oh, yeah. And I grew up down there. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm a Saluki. Uh, came back home, uh, dejected because I couldn't do what I wanted to do, how I wanted to do it there. And had to make a choice, and I chose to go into the Army. So I left, uh, joined the Army. Uh, so, bro, just stop you real quick. When you're at Carbondale, uh-oh. did the alcohol impact you as much as it impacted me dude everything down there impacted it tore me, me up man everything like, down there impacted my me. life went totally off the skids with the booze i told there. my i told my children carbondale the year i got down the year before rolling stone had voted them the number one party school in the nation okay yep. it was true because every day yep. every day you walk down i can't remember what the name of the street was where the, all the frats or fraternities were yeah there was a party at every house every day, mm-hmm. and all you needed was a red cup. Yep. <laughs> yeah. You walked. You started at the beginning of the block. By the time you made it to the end of the block, you was pissy drunk. <laughs> red Solo cup. Yes, sir. Yeah. <laughs> it was about the same way when I was yes, down sir. there. Yes, yeah. sir. So, and see, I was pre-med. Mm. So my course so could have been Dr. Brown. Yeah, I, my mother, that was my mother's plan. I was okay. supposed to be the doctor. My sister was supposed to be the nurses. Well, they held their end up. <laughs> <laughs> Me, on the other hand. Discovered alcohol. Discovered alcohol and realized, I want to be in the Army. <laughs> I want to go shoot a gun. Nothing wrong with that. It, it I'm all in. I, I, I tell everybody, the Army changed me. It did. It taught me some discipline. It really, I thought I was disciplined before because my mother and my dad, my grandparents were strict on me, but it was nowhere near where Uncle Sam had. Yeah. yeah. Woo. <laughs> but that helped me because when I came back, I had a different mindset. I had, a different, I had different goals in life then. And I was married. Uh, we hadn't had any children yet, but my mindset was I'm, a, I'm preparing for my family. And I was able to become, a, I worked on the railroad for a little while. Because that was genealogy. My my dad, my grandfather, my great grandfather. You know, they were all railroaders. So, mm. you know, that was in my blood. But that wasn't me. I wanted to be a cop. Mm. So the first time that opportunity came, I ran with it. Yeah, yep. I ran with it. And folks looked at me like I was crazy because I I, I started with East St. Louis as an auxiliary, which means you do it for free. Yeah, and so it's it good training. Yeah. Oh. Especially there. I was yeah. gonna say. I'm like, you know, I'm just gonna be blunt. Of, I mean. You decided to just jump right into the deep right end of the pool. In. Yeah. Because that's where I grew up at. You yeah. know, it it it's not foreign to me because that's who I was. That's what I knew. Yeah. That's that East St. Louis was me. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't foreign to me. People say, Oh, I can't believe how you lived. I said, I just did. Yeah. You know, waking up Monday for me was the same thing as waking up Monday for you. It's just mm-hmm. we did different things. You know, there's a way to survive there. And yeah. once you learn how to survive there, it's easy. <clears throat> it becomes easy. So I became a cop there. To get into the game. 
and uh, I went full time in Venice, Venice, Illinois. Also a very rough neighborhood. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, you weren't you weren't screwing around. That's where no, I got. I my, was gonna say that's where I got my fangs was in Venice. Ooh. <laughs> that's where I got my fangs, man. Because I I was Venice is not that big of a town, but it has big time crime. Yeah, mm-hmm. and you are immersed in it, and I was. And the only reason I left Venice was because the drug dealer that I was chasing down and trying to get his cousin became the mayor. <laughs> of course. <laughs> And I got fired. Yep. <laughs> Sounds about right. St. Clair County. No, oh, Dave's no. actually Madison County. I'll say it. Oh, wait. Venice Venice is in Madison. 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 I didn't realize no, that. I apologize. This. I'll say this. You're lucky you were just fired. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean. Because there there was an officer that, that passed away. There was a street superintendent that got killed there. Uh-huh. You know, that's the thing I, I tell folks about, you know, true crime. Yeah. Yeah. It has no. It's like a bullet. It ain't got no name on it. Yeah. Yep. It affects everybody. Nope. In some way, shape, or form, it affects everybody. It's just how you handle it when you're in it and how you handle it afterwards. Because crime is there. It's everywhere. Whether it's reported or not, it's everywhere. And the mindset is, you know, I used to tell everybody, I had my son because I got divorced from my first wife. You know, my son was living with me. My daughters were with her. You know, I had to come home to my son. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was my main ambition. Everybody that was on my team. Them making it home with 10 fingers and 10 toes and yep. me the same way going home to my son because he didn't want to hear that daddy wasn't coming home. Yeah. Yeah. I couldn't. T- nobody could come tell him that. Yeah. So that was my mentality. And I, I loved it. It allowed him to see some things, too, because I told him, I said, that video and all that other stuff, that ain't real. I used to make him ride with me nights, put him in my car with me. It was always the night that we thought would be the easiest. But then we wind up like two or three pursuits and all this other stuff. <laughs> but I wanted him to see what the real world was. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't want this fake stuff thrown in your face and you think that was the world. No, that's a, that is not what the world is. This is what the world is. That man been on the corner every week, hasn't he? He said, yeah. Why is that? Because he has nowhere else to go. And the reason he has nowhere else to go because he didn't find another place to go. Yeah. It's up to you to forge your own path in your life. And if you don't do it, you can do the same thing he's doing. And if you do, you know how I'm going to feel about it. He's like, oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm going to be in your ass. I'm sorry. <laughs> I am. Yeah. I'm not going to play the game, man. It's not. It's, it's it's too hard out here. Yeah. So why make it worse? Definitely. Why make it worse? Definitely. So you were a police officer in the... Uh... <laughs> the camera's going on. You're going to want a picture later. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm gonna, we have three more of them. Completely undone. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> I'm hearing the camera going off. I'm just like, Jeff, so what are much, you doing? So much bitterness. Anyway, um, so. You see so, what I got to put up with? Yeah. I mean, so, come on, Brian. You see this, right? So you're a police officer in the Metro East area yes, here sir. in Southern Illinois. Yes, sir. And uh, so how did you make your way down to Texas? <sighs> I mean, I, don't get me wrong. I know a lot of people that are bailing out of Illinois yeah. and heading for Texas. Was but, it a woman? Mm, mm, Were you chasing a woman? Mm, 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 mm. <laughs> <laughs> Here's the thing. Yeah, I realized that I I had reached the ceiling for me as far as law enforcement in this area because yeah. I would never be a chief because I never played the game. Yeah. So I knew I could never advance to where my my dream was was to be a chief. So you have to make some hard choices. You know, I wanted to be a police officer my entire life. The, I, the opportunity was there. I was doing it. I was excelling at it, but. I got four children. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I got four miles that, you know, they depend on me putting something in there 
you know, to put on the table, to put money in there for this. And then my three oldest, my three daughters, well, two of my daughters were down there in Texas with my ex-wife. And, you know, there's, <laughs> I tell everybody, when it comes to sports in Texas, it's a religion, especially oh, starting yeah. with football. Oh, Friday yeah. Night Lights, man. Jeez, man. I, <laughs> that blew my mind when I got there. Yeah. They shut cities down. For football game, I mean, yeah. high school football game. Yes, yeah. they, they have their uh, championship game in Dallas, the, yeah. and, st- and they take over. When yeah. I say they take over Arlington, when they pull in, they do. And these are small. You're talking about six man, eight man football teams. The entire area following them there. Yeah, it's a religion. I looked at that. I was like, boy, if I had this much back in when I was at East, I mean at Lincoln, I'd have been a pro. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, because they, they put everything into those things. And that's yeah. what I had to do. You know, I got two daughters down there. And one of them, was, she was playing basketball and trying to be a cheerleader. The other one, was, she was just being everything. She was wrestling. You know, there are things they want to do. Okay, I reached this ceiling. Brian is here with me. And I was part. I was a coach at Sodan at that time, too. Uh, the office coordinator at Sodan International Studies. But I would reached the ceiling. I was like, it's got to be somewhere else where I can, you know, take what I know, take what I do, and be able to provide more for my kids. Yeah. The opportunity came in Texas, and I went down there, and it was snatched away from me uh, after I got that there. sucks. And I was like, I'm stuck now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm stuck. Now you got to make it happen. I got to make it happen. And, yeah. you know, with the good grace of God and a lot of uh, humility, humbling myself, I'm in the position that I am now with the state of Texas. So. Mm. I had to understand, you know, that it was there was a lot of things that I could do, a lot of things that I I should have done, but I was just on the right path for God, and I'm where I need to be now. So that's, that's awesome. Crazy. That's the way I look at it. So then, how did you get into cigars? I've been smoking cigars since the army. Okay. I was introduced to them. I was the type of uh, when I first got to uh, Fort Lewis, Washington, and uh, it's right outside Tacoma, Washington. Uh, I was that type of private that hung around with the sergeants and everybody mm-hmm. because I wanted to learn more. And, and, you know, me and you are privates. You can't tell me nothing because I know exactly what you I was say. Know. We know that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. we know the same level. They know something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I need to be following them and listening to them. And that's what I did. And I played football for the company team also. So mm. I took over as the starting running back. And then that put me in their, you know, their area, their echelon. So it was like, yeah, Faulkner, you with us, you with us, you with us. Yeah. I got introduced to the Monte Cristo. Okay. There you Sergeant go. Vaughn. Which I know you catch a lot of oh, shit from yeah. Rob about. Yeah, but Sergeant Vaughn introduced that to me because I was a I'll cool tell you smoker. what, my first uh, cigar so, was a Monte Cristo White Series. Yes. Yep. yep. It's a blessing. <laughs> it's, and, it's a good cigar. And, uh, I mean, I don't smoke a lot of them these mm-hmm. days. Sar- we just had one not too terribly long ago in one of the My Monthly Cigar Boxes. And you said it was Sergeant Vaughn that and introduced you? That's correct. Nick, who introduced you to cigars? Jeff did. Yeah. <laughs> Jeff did <laughs> the man next to him. <laughs> That's right. So anyway, I, I haven't looked back. You know, I went through my backwoods at a time and black and miles, but I always kept Swisher Sweet Cristo. Peach. Man, I loved him. Oh, I couldn't stand. I'll Swisher still smoke Swisher. one now and then. I, I couldn't stand Swisher Sweets. Man. I couldn't stand Swisher Sweets. I'm we, serious. What was that one that you cracked open, Jeff? You cracked it open, and we looked at it. Oh, and, and okay, no, that was a Swisher Sweet Blunt. 
and it was basically just cardboard. That's all it is. Yeah, it like inside a, it. That's all it yeah. is. It was because crazy. they know because they know they're not going to use what's inside of. This is going to cut open everything in there. They throwing in the trash, and then they adding something else to it. But but I'm the guy that's actually smoking. Yes, they, but see, you're <laughs> not the consumer crap. that they're going after anymore. Like I'll be honest with you, I don't know how much of what was in there, and you know I'm probably going to get sued now by the <laughs> company. But I don't know how much of what was in there was actually tobacco. It probably wasn't. That. I mean, you looked at it, Nick. Was it I, tobacco? It. If it was tobacco, it was funky. Yeah. Let's put it that way. Yeah. Because nobody smokes that. Yeah. yeah. When I was a cop, I used to, I used to go to like little gas stations, convenient marts, and I'd just sit in there and I'd watch folks. And all these young kids come and grabbing White Isles and Swisher Swedes and Philly Blunt. I'm like, they're not smoking them as cigars. Yeah. <laughs> no. They're, they're unwrapping them, using the wrapper, and shoving marijuana shoving in marijuana them. marijuana yep. yep. man. I just sat back and laughed at it because they looked back at me like, hey, what's up, old school? Nah, I know what you're doing. Well, uh-huh. It happened to me a couple of years ago. I walked in, packed up, picked up a pack of you know cheap cigars because mm-hmm. I just needed a quick smoke. And I go up to the counter and I realize they're not even cigars. They're just the shell. Just, just the shell. Yep. Oh. They, they're, not even, they're not even pretending anymore and putting mm-hmm. the tobacco yeah. in them. They're just giving you a yeah. shell. You put your own in there now. You're the rapper. So you, exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you were introduced to cigars in the Army. Yes, sir. And then from there, you just kind of kept, kept going yeah, with it? I kept going with it. I had no problem. I, I even, even on the railroad, I, I carry cigars with me in my box. But when I had to get out and work certain stops, I had a pipe. And okay. I smoked pipe tobacco. Okay. I've been trying to get Nick to try pipe tobacco. Yeah. Pipes just seem like a lot of work. It's Not a process. Take, it, it's a process, yeah. but it's also when you, have, when you get a quality pipe, yeah. you will take care of it. Get you a meerschaum. You know, you, they're local. You, they're real close to here. We yeah. need to have them on. Yeah. When yeah. you when with a meerschaum, it's 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 an art because what you're trying to do is get that 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 perfect color, that perfect look to it afterwards. So you're going to take care of that, man. Okay. You're going to do everything you can to smoke only that one tobacco. Yeah. <laughs> because you want to keep that that same mirror, that same color all the way through because it, it it coats the stone. Okay. And then when you're done, you get what you get a finished product of what you're looking out for. And you're like, okay, then you put it up, and then you go buy another one <laughs> and start all over. But it's, they're, they're not overly expensive. No, they're not. And like you said, they're made local. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And the thing about it is you can get them crafted into almost anything. Yeah. Almost anything. Just tell them what you want it to look like, and you craft it, you whittle it into it, or, or what do they, is that chiseling? Because that is a stone, so that would be chiseling, wouldn't it? I have yeah. no idea. No earthly know. idea. Well, I know the folks that make the corn cob pipes... There may be an hour and a half yeah, east of it. like where we're from, mm-hmm. yeah. So, and um, I, I started off with a corn cob pipe. That was the first one. It was, <laughs> it was cheap, man. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's it was like cheap. Ten bucks. Yeah, and it, and it did pipe. what I wanted yep. to do. That's it did exactly what I wanted it to do. That's Boy, awesome. it's storming up. Hey, I was gonna say, there. I'm starting to hear the rain coming. Oh, I see here. it pouring. Yeah, it's raining. So glad I'm to be back home. Glad I put my windows <laughs> in the Jeep. I know, right? Well, that's the beauty of Riverman Cigar Company with that 1,500 uh, square foot mm. covered porch. Is they yeah. got that covered parking in the front Tell there, the too. Truth. So, anyway, so, so, so you've been smoking. You make your way down to Texas. Yes, sir. How in the hell do you hook up with Rob? It's weird because I, I, would only, I wouldn't smoke as much as I, I wanted to because I did not know that there was a smoke uh, a cigar shop. In Abilene. Mm. So when I would go visit my children or my frat brothers, because I'm in the military fraternity, yeah. in Killeen, Texas, there were a plethora of, of cigar shops. So I'd pack up there, give me about two or $300 worth, and I'd come back to Abilene, and i smoked for a while until I was packed, thinking, oh, I need to go back down there. To this one day, 
I was driving. I had left the county building because I, I talked to the tax assessor down there concerning my job. And I turned the corner, and it was the wrong corner. And as I was going by, I saw the sign said, The Leaf. And I said, okay, it's one of two things. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Either a, pers- a place I would like to be in or one I don't want to go nowhere near. <laughs> Needless to say, it was the place that I wanted to be because I walked in and I could, as soon as I walked in, I smelled the room. I said, yep, this is where I need to be. Yep. Where's the humidor? Yep. And uh, the gentleman that there at that time, Jacob, was like, well, sir, is this your first time? And I said, yeah. He said, well, come with me. I said, no, I don't need you, brother, because I know what I'm looking for. Just point <laughs> me to it. Yep. And I went back there. I grabbed me two Monte Cristos right off the bat and a Macanudo. Came out there and I said, okay, I'm getting ready. To get. He said, well, you can sit here and smoke. I was like, what? I can't? He said, yeah. I sat down and smoked, and I started becoming a regular customer there. Yeah. Yeah. And then this one day I was there. (laughs) As usual, minding my own business, and this gentleman comes in, and he looks, and he says hello when he walked in. Hey, what's up? And he walked in. I'm like, yeah, what's up? Kept on doing my thing. He bought a couple of cigarettes, and he went and sat over in another area where a gentleman said, because there's a section that was called Bryant section, because I sat at this one table. All the time because of the ex-policing me. I couldn't have my back to the door. I, yeah, I needed to be able to see the entrance and egress. Kind of, <laughs> kind of like you're doing today. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yes. And and so I could, I could watch everybody. So he went in and sat in that area, and they were over there talking. And he just happened to look up and say, hey, you know we're not racist over here. And I was like, what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> and I'll tell you, and my mom like, who the F he talking to? <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> you know, the East St. Louis started rising up. Uh-huh, me. Yeah. And I just sat down. I was like, okay. And he walked over and he said, you know, you a racist or something? And I was like, man. And then he walked by. <laughs> and then I sat there and I was like, oh, who is this dude? <laughs> I'm like, he, he really got some balls, man. <laughs> and then he goes back and sit over there. And then I listened to how he was conversing with those gentlemen. And I was like, oh. That's just him. He an asshole. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. It wasn't anything against me. <laughs> He's just an asshole. There you go. <laughs> so I sat there for a moment, and then next thing I know, he came over and he started talking, and then we started finding out how much we were alike. Yeah. And it was just, it was just ironic to us. We had been through the same. Then he said, "Well, yeah, I used to live in St. I was like, "What? You ain't lived in no St. He said, "Man, White Castle, blah 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 blah." And he started naming. He said, "Belleville, Washington." I was like, "Yeah, you had to be there." Yeah. He said, "Yeah, I was a photographer, and I did." I was like. I said, dude, you killing me with this, man. Mm-hmm. He's like, yeah. And then we, you know, how our lives, you know, so intertwined. It was just like he did this, I did this. I did this, he done this. And it was like it was so weird. So he he invited me over to his house, to his shed one day. We sitting back there smoking cigarettes. He invited me over on the premise to play Madden. And I hadn't played in a while, but I could play. Yeah. And, you know. We get over there, he wins. And the competitive nature in me wouldn't allow that to go. <laughs> yeah. So it became a thing with us. <laughs> and Rob has a smart mouth. He's an asshole. Yes, he is. So he would talk noise. <laughs> I, I never forget this one game, Nick. Man. He was trash talking you in the, the entire, in the he shed? Dude. And it was a glitch in the game. <laughs> it was a glitch in the game. He, it was. The, the end of the game, he needed a touchdown to win. He going to do a running play. I brought my linebacker up, getting ready to hit him, and the linebacker just started doing this. It just started shaking. Oh. And he ran through him into the, <laughs> into, the t- into the end zone, and the guy was still there shaking. I was like, no, no. Dang it. He said, I won. Just accept it. I won. I'm like, dude, the game. He said, I don't care. 
a one. I'm like, you he said, Brian, you gonna cry about it? You really crying? You gonna be? I was like, but you saw that. <laughs> You saw that. Oh. He said, no, all I saw was me getting in the end zone. I won. Man, I wanted to throw that. <laughs> oh, but I said, man. then I thought about it. I was like, that's him. That's him. That's him. Yep. And then our mindsets went from he wanted to take that to a podcast, a live podcast. Mm-hmm. And then we looked into the logistics of that, and it that went way left field. Well, we're not going to do that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then the next thing I know, he started, he went with his passion because he wanted to do a podcast. And he said, why, why, why shouldn't I do something with, about something I love, which is cigars? Yeah. And he went to the uh, train car in Big Spring and he started. And he said, man, I started. I was like, for real? He said, yeah. He said, I just went and did my first show at the Big Spring. He said, I'm going to put it out. And I listened to it. I was like, it looked like he was you know recording on a transistor radio <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> he, he's, he's honest he's honest yes. about the audio quality yes. on the early ones very yeah. honest about yeah. it but you know he i felt then that something was going to happen with it and i was going to be a part of it, but i just said no nah, i'll wait on him and i think it was like at the end did his like 10th or 11th episode he said man he said i really need a partner and i was like oh wait who are you gonna look for he definitely doing it by yourself yes. is so oh it's hard. brutal it's brutal yeah. and that's what he was going through and he said you know i'm looking for a partner i said well, oh yeah who are you looking for i'm trying to play it off like a, uh-huh. he said man I, I was thinking about it i said me he's like yeah i said bro i said all you had to do was ask i'd have did it because of him yeah you know our relationship is it's, it's, it's just that type of relationship now, man. I trust that dude with a lot of stuff. Well, now think about it. This is how life is. And I always talk about string theory. And they, I go off on tangents. Nick knows that. Mm-hmm. But think about it. If you hadn't made that wrong turn that day, Ooh. you wouldn't be on the cast. You wouldn't uh-huh. be sitting. I mean, look, look at how one wrong turn worked out so well. So well. To the point of the people that I've met, you, Nick, uh, uh, Schmidt face in Australia. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, no, the, it's, just it's the herfs. The I mean, there's herfs. just so many and guys the, and, all and, around. And, and, and being a part of McAuliffe and going to Aroma Crafts headquarters, sitting down with David, you know, with, you know, the, the founder on it. He's sitting there and, you know, you hear his story. He said, Yeah, I'm, he said, I'm a bologna sandwich and Kool Aid dude, too. I was like, What? <laughs> he said, Man, he said, I grew up in the ghetto in Oklahoma. I'm looking at him, I'm like, Dude. He said, Okay, I got to jump in because last Wednesday, I had a fried bologna sandwich. Ain't nothing like it. Oh my god, it ain't was nothing so like good. it. Ain't nothing like it. It was at the it was at the uh, little grocery store in uh, in McLeansboro, Illinois. Ooh, okay, and it was it was food park over in McLeansboro. Was it cut like Pac Man? They did no look like Pac Man. No, no, no. Oh, they did not be played. cut. They did not be cut their sandwich. But they uh, no they they made a fried bologna sandwich and they had some cheese on it. And like it was almost like a Texas toast thing. Oh my god, that was good. They don't understand those those small things were like heaven to us. I know? bet it had been ten years since you, I'd had you, one. You, you cut you cut you a thick slice mm-hmm. off that red, yep. pull, pull the red uh, wrapping off, Wrap of, off of, and throw that sucker in there with some with some Crisco. All you hear is the popping. <laughs> see, now I'm going to be honest. I'm not a Crisco guy. I saved my bacon grease. My mom did that, but see, I, oh. I, I, I was a germaphobe for most of my life, so I wasn't using nothing used. No, no, dude, bacon <laughs> grease is an essential I, I, oil. I, I understand that yep. now. That was a part of my life where I yep. was like, no, nah, I'm not touching nothing used. <laughs> <laughs> nothing. I don't care what it was. <laughs> if you used it, it was yours. It's done. That's kind of that's how I look at Nick's toilet. Oh, oh, God. I'm not using that since he's been in there. I don't think anybody should be saying that, especially you. 
because I'm just saying, like, if we want to get into toilet cleanliness, we can tell the story of the other night when I was on the phone with you. Oh, yeah. that No, we don't want to tell that story. We can tell this. I'll tell you that story (laughs) off the air, Brian. (laughs) Okay. When we get done, remind me to tell you about the phone call the other night. There are three or four stories that we have together that it's mutually assured destruction, and we can't tell them on each other. And that's one of them. This is this is one of them. <laughs> yeah, this would be a flame out for me. Oh yeah, it involved pooing and bidetting, and I'll just leave it at that. Oh, <laughs> yeah. No, we'll we'll get. Do you think his man who was taken? We'll get to that. Oh, his home would be taken if he found if this goes any further. Oh, but yeah, God. yeah. I've I've actually bidetted Nick's house before, and he was uh, not amused. No, I perch up in the sink like a gargoyle. Oh my Jesus. <laughs> Well, no. Did you listen to the episode that when Rob came on with yes. us? So, so you heard the admission that yes. both Jeff and Rob have to strip down naked, naked. in order to take a shit. <laughs> but as naked, I'm just like thinking like, to myself. Why? I'm like, how I many? Can't, now I'm thinking especially to myself, when somebody else is out. See, that's what I'm saying. I'm thinking to myself. I'm like, how many times has Jeff taken a shit at my house? And does that mean he was fully naked in my bathroom? Yes, when I was doing it. Bare ass and free yes. balling. See, and now right. you got to ask yourself, how many times has Rob been over at your nope, place never. and taking shit? Never. Oh, we'll see. There never. you go. <laughs> but but here's the deal. I can't believe that you poo with your clothes on. He said, poo. I don't shit with my pants on. <laughs> I mean, I pull my pants down. Yes. It's not like I'm and like relieve myself. I'm not crapping my drawers here. Now, I mean, you now know, I'm going to throw I'm, something out here. Nick has a friend, and I'm not going to say who it is, but they just installed a bidet. Now, what do they say about it? They love the bidet. They're in love with the bidet. In fact, they they put it in their upstairs bathroom, and she said that her whole family is going upstairs to so use that bathroom. So now they're talking about putting one in the downstairs bathroom and everything. Which I mean, I, I don't know. I. I it, it, boy, I don't know. I can understand on one hand that oh. it's going to make you feel all sorts of fresh and clean afterwards, yes. but on the other hand, that's a whole different. It situation. doesn't make you I'm feel just... fresh and clean. It makes you fresh yeah. and clean, and that's the part I look at it because you you are actually using water to clean your your, your rear well, yeah. versus yeah. versus toilet paper, which will tear and it smears it around. <laughs> I mean, I get it. Can we I, there's leaving. <laughs> No, I get all the logistics oh, of this, these, but these at the same time, are going across my eyes, and I'm like, these <laughs> so, days, so he's, he's, he's just thinking of Rob. I will Nick say it. this: <laughs> that's the problem here. It's killing me. I will say this about Nick: he was on the phone with me the other day as I was bidaying, and he could hear me splashing, getting up in the bathroom. Oh my gosh! It's like a suction cup noise, man. That's the weirdest thing. It's like this. It's like a suction cup, like you know. Oh anyway, God. all right, all right, all right. All right. Oh so, so what are you getting on so your? I was saying, how's the cigar for everybody? <laughs> Davidoff Nicaragua is great. <laughs> I'm sure they're proud. I'm of this saying, one. I'm sure the Davidoff company is so thrilled that we're talking Man. about the baffles Man. in your ass Man. as we're like downtown. talking about this Davidoff. Oh. Yep, it's a good stick. I, I I've been puffing away on it. I've probably got. What would you say? I'm very, very. I'm nubbing it down. Look at this. You know, say you're yeah. a little yeah. further than me. Brian's been talking a little more, mm-hmm. so he's got a little bit more cigar left to go. But, but this I'll is a good you, stick. It man. is. It yeah. really is for for a little guy. It's a good smoke, and like you said, it would take me probably twenty twenty five minutes yeah. to smoke this normally. Could, this is a great morning stick for me, though. Yeah, get prepared before, before I'm going to work. A little you short know, take thing this with a cup of coffee, getting prepared for my day. Yes, and sir. you know what's nice is it comes in a tin of six. 
Riverman Cigar Company has it for like thirty-two bucks. Mm-hmm. So it breaks down to a little over five, five bucks, bucks a stick. Yep. Which, which for a Davidoff, I mean, let's yeah. be real. For even a, a little guy, if you wanted to get a Davidoff Nicaragua Toro, you're looking at about twenty-two, that's twenty-five what you're bucks. You're not looking at five dollars. You know, so that's that. the thing. When you really break it down, you can get one Toro of the Nicaragua, or you get six, six. of these little Primrose. Yeah. And have it for all sorts of varieties. Are we sure it's pronounced Pimrose, by the way? Well, it's spelled... There's no E. It's P-R-I-M-E-R-O-S. So it's Primrose or Primrose? I don't I, know. I'm going with Primrose. I don't know. If Davidoff wants to you, reach you out to me and yeah. tell me that it's mispronounced, <laughs> then they can feel free, but... You know, but regardless, but, oh, it's a good stick. Bro, I would say, Brian, let's be real. You, I'm sure you guys encounter it all the time. Oh, dude. You know, the pronunciation of all of these cigars Ooh, yeah. between the, the Spanish you and the whatever. You hear our before takes. When we're trying to <laughs> yeah. learn how to pronounce, yeah. especially my Texan friend. Uh-huh. <laughs> he destroys words. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm right there oh, with him. I'm like... I'm like, nah, Rob, that's not it. That, well, that's that, the way it's spelled. I'm it's like, like, can't be it, though. To no. this day, that's, I, that, okay. uh, uh, oh, my father's cigar that I like, I still can't pronounce it. Which I don't one? know what the name. It's, got a, know the it's name. got a burgundy band on it. I can't, I can walk he you can right walk to it in the right, humidor. Right to it in the humidor, but he he, he can't To this day, I can't pronounce it. Burgundy band. Yeah, it's a, it's have, a box press. Does Dan press. have it here? Oh, I'm sure he does. Okay, well, then, yeah, you can scope it out. So, actually, you know what? And let me, I'm going to go to the videotape here real quick. See, here's the thing about Texas. It doesn't matter how it's spelled. They have their own pronunciation. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me what this is, this is. B-E-X-A-R. What is this? How, how, how would you pronounce that? Be- Bexer? Or Bexar? Bear. Okay. So it's that like weird silent X or something? When did the X become silent? I don't know. Me neither. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, when did well, that it's like happen? our Canadian friends. They like to stick U's in things, yeah. like like color. You know, they'll put the color, U, color, you know. Favorite. It's like, you know favorite. Fa- yeah, exactly. <laughs> so it's, it's a regional that, thing, that, I that guess. Blue but yeah, no, I've never like heard of Bexar? that. There's like Bexar. I'm like, yeah, B-E-X-A-R. Oh, that's bear. Where? <laughs> yeah. Where is that bear? Yeah, where? Oh, in Texas, that's bear. Okay, I'll accept it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to find it. I actually had an exchange. With a uh, gentleman the other day, and he was asking me which one it was, and we actually narrowed it down. We sent a picture, but <laughs> now I can't. I don't know if it was. I don't know if it was in Facebook or if it was on uh, Instagram. So well, I'm you're lost. still dealing with Instagram jail. Oh yeah, I'm, I'm in Instagram jail, man. It sucks. What did you do? <laughs> oh, I did. I apparently liked too many pages. I don't know. He went through and he followed a whole bunch of people. And oh, apparently so he must have trolling. he must have I think followed yeah. too many in a short period yeah, of time. And they think he's and trolling. So now they've got it, it's a weird lockdown. He can post a picture, yeah. but he can't put a caption with mm-hmm. it. And what else can you do and not do? Um it'll it will occasionally let me like a message somebody sent to me, but only once or twice and it locks me out again. It's so, the weirdest thing. So they, but what's, just toying with you, but yeah. what's so odd is I can log in on my phone as him. I can do everything. So it's, it's like so his I think IP it's address. that's exactly. So yeah. I'm telling him get a new damn phone because he yeah. needs a new damn phone anyway. So <laughs> yeah, it's a pretty good. Because that really is do. an old it's just one, I really, I really It's do. just one more excuse <laughs> to get to another do it. phone. Oh yeah. my god, you have no idea. He ran a he, the the iPhone. It does that little thing. You can do the check the battery health. Yeah. 
What did you say yours was at? It was oh, like it was yeah, like it was maximum bad. is like seventy three, and yeah, it actually and had a warning saying your, your battery is critically damaged or something dude, like that. So okay, that. so arm in your pocket, dude. That's what I'm saying. It's gonna like eventually catch on fire. Yes, yeah. Nick Celeste, Nick and I were actually messaging back and forth about this the other day. That's the cigar you pronounce that. Oh boy, Florida Las Antillas. Yeah, Florida La Centillas. You yeah. son of it's a bitch. It's the my father, Florida yeah. La Centillas. You son of a bitch. That's the one. I could never pre- I I still I won't be able to <laughs> pronounce so it five minutes from now. Florida Las Centillas. I mean, you could be like really like They only pink. taught French at my high school. You could really <laughs> just, you could really go all Pinkneyville and call it the Florida Las Centillas. Yeah, that's exactly what I would do. It's close. It's Antillas. Yeah, exactly. Antillas. Yeah, so that was Noah Zelensky and I were messaging about that, but I also have two other little items I want to mention real quick here. I want to say, you got some mail? I did get some mail. So, Ryan Van Sickle. Van Sickle. Van Sickle uh, pointed out on uh, a previous episode, I was talking about the game that I always played as a kid and I couldn't remember the name. Yeah, with the shapes. The shapes that come at you and you have to shoot them. Uh, it's Tempest. Ah, Tempest. And he said it. And then also, if I can find, I want to give a shout out to everybody here. Um, do, 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 do. Of course, my phone's not working now. Imagine <laughs> that. Um, Critical battery. Use. Exactly, man. And also, uh, David, is that, would you pronounce that grout? G-R-O-O-T? Groot? Yes. I yeah. am Groot. He, he all, yeah, I'm, well, it's Groot. Yeah, Groot messaged me. No, David uh, Groot, Grout, uh, also sent me that and said, hey, I think you're talking about Tempest. And I said, yep, thanks for listening. He said he loves us, and uh, we make him laugh his ass off. That's so, good, man. Yeah. Hearing back from the people that take time out of their day just oh. to listen to you, it it, it, yeah. it, it, humbles, it humbles me. It yeah. humbles me, man. It really does. Yeah. It, make, it, it it lets me know that, you know, we're doing something that makes, you know, everybody has, everybody's day is filled. Yeah. And for you to just take, what is it, 20 to 30, an hour out of your day to listen to us ramble, you know, two friends go yeah. back and forth, yep. the banter. And you say, okay, I like this. Hey, man, I'm humble. Hey, pff, bruh, thank you. Thank yeah, you. Absolutely. I have been, everything in me. I've been asked what the what my what the biggest surprise was mm-hmm. after, after doing the podcast. And my first, and I still say it now, the first and best answer is the, I was surprised somebody actually even listened. Yeah. You know? And, and you're right. I love it. What got me was the, the most humbling situation I had was I was sitting in the leaf one day. And I was talking to a gentleman, and this uh, uh, guy walks in, and he looked at me because I'm noticing everybody when he walked oh, yeah. in. And he looked at me, and then he went on over there, and he looked at everything on the uh, in the uh, cases. And then he talked to uh, Scott, the uh, manager at the Leaf, and he took him back to the humidor. The gentleman came back, and he said, at the bar to the side, it's to the side and to the back of me, but the way I sit, I can still see who's over there, and I knew that he was sitting there. So the entire time I was talking to this one gentleman, he was just sitting there smoking on his stick, and he was drinking um, a a, a Coke. That gentleman left. He came and said, hey, can I sit down? I was like, sure, you can sit down. I said, my name is Brian. He said, I know. And I was like. I looked. I said, first of all, I've never met, arrested yeah. a Mexican. So how does this dude know who I am? And then he sat down. I said, uh, your name? He said, it's uh, Joaquin, but I go by Jack. I was like, oh. He said, yeah, I just came up from San Diego, and I put it together quick. 
you're San Diego Jack. Okay. <laughs> yeah. He was like, yeah. I'm like, wow. I said, man, how did you know? He said, man, he said, I listen to y'all all the time, man. That's and awesome. We call him Junior, and Junior, you've heard me and Rob yeah, talk about Junior. Yeah, I've heard Junior, you talk man. about it. Yeah, dude, we built a great relationship, but it started because he listened to us on the Cigar Talk. That's podcast, crazy, man. Well, you know, right before we went on, I don't know if you caught this, Brian, but right before we went on today, there was a gentleman mm-hmm. that was in here at Riverman shopping. Mark. Mark. Yep. yep. Mark. What uh, last name? Uh, Guerrera. Guerrera. Yep. And came in and that shit to me totally puts me on the spot <laughs> all the time. Like, I better know that this. was good recall you though. Said, you said hear that metro bus behind you? Right? <laughs> yeah, it's about to hit me. Yeah. <laughs> so he uh, he came over and said hi to us, and we were getting ready to record, so we didn't have much time to talk to him. But um, you know that that's a listener that said he started coming to Riverman because he heard us yes, talking about it. Yes. He lives out uh, you know Fallon. Missouri, yep. but he works like a couple of minutes away from here and didn't know the place was here. Wow. And that just, you know, that, that just amazes me. It, 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 it puts it in perspective. I hate to, I, when I get to that point because I'm amazed at certain things. How much what we say weighs on other people. Oh, yeah. yeah. yeah no, you're right. I mean, when we started this, we flat. Uh-oh. Okay, it went away. I was going to sneeze. Sorry. Oh, <laughs> yeah. When we started the, thank you, Jeff. That was great. So, when we started this, uh, we flat out said in our first episode that we are not experts. Yeah. That we're just two guys on our cigar journey, yes. and if you guys want to come along with us, feel free. Jump on. And somehow, even with that caveat, I still get people asking some really interesting. Hell, I've got one. I've. I don't have many ask the boys questions this week, so so that's one plug. I need all you people to send me some questions for God's <laughs> sakes. But but the point is, um, we we have a question, and it's a fairly intricate question. And I don't, and I'm sitting here thinking like I'm no expert. I'm just like every other guy sitting in every, the lounge. Yes, but I don't know if it's just because. But people take what we say so to much. Heart. Yeah, they like okay, they know what they're talking about, and it's. Yes, we've been a part of this, but I am nowhere near an expert. No. Yeah. I am just as much a, a novice as you are. I'm learning more and more every day because I'm meeting new people. Yep. I'm being, you know, I'm being blessed to be in their presence and listening to what they have to say. Yeah. yeah. But without that, it's I'm still the same guy that walks into the shop grabbing me two Monte Cristos and a Macanudo in the beginning. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Exactly. You know, it's it's a blessing that my palate has has been, you know, introduced to everything. But it's not just because of me. It's because of everybody that takes time out that day to listen to me and Rob go back and forth Absolutely. each other, man. Exactly. And I think I tell you, my biggest thing is thanking everybody that does that because we're here for you. We're here only for you. And if it wasn't for you, you wouldn't even hear about you wouldn't even know yeah. about Bryant no, unless no. I arrested you. <laughs> <laughs> and we don't we don't want that. No, I'm, I'm just glad, I'm that. just glad at at any point. When I was working like the Belleville News Democrat or uh-huh. living up in Belleville, that you never put me in the uh, handcuffs. <laughs> I'm just so happy about that. You have no you, idea. Man, this one time, <laughs> I'm not going to say who this newscaster was. <laughs> and he is still, because I got back here and I was watching the news today and he's still on the news. I was working in uh, Brooklyn, that quick stint in Brooklyn, Illinois. And there's an S-curve coming out of Brooklyn on 15. Oh, it's I know. S-curve. It. Oh, yeah. And Nick, was, Nick drove on that S curve today. He did. I did. He got he he missed his exit. And oh. had to take that. Yeah. Yep. I missed. 
Well, two fifty five shut down. Yeah, south, I noticed and that. So, how much of two fifty five is shut uh, down? From sixty four to fifteen. So just just from oh, here to okay. Belleville. Okay. But it was but, the other um, end was shut down prior. The end that goes north up to Collinsville and Edwardsville. Yeah. So they redid it. And now they've shut down the south. But my portion. thing is, what did they, that was the new highway. <laughs> Oh, it was coming to pieces, Dude, man. It's so it's like Swiss cheese, man. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Man. It's bad. But anyway, so they shut that down and so I I was on autopilot, not even thinking, and I blow past the Caseyville exit cuz I was going to yeah. take Caseyville, take 157 and come on in. Get down to 15 yep. and then jump back on 255 there. <laughs> he said, but he missed totally his missed it. So I get off at Washington Park there and I'm yep. greeted by the Larry Flint's Hustler Club and and Biggest Miss day. Kitties, <laughs> Miss Kitties, yep. you know, and all that. And, so I I take that and I shoot down uh um what is that by the prison there there's the prison and all it's that St Clair Avenue yeah yeah St yeah. Clair Avenue mm-hmm. shoot down St Clair Avenue and eventually wound, wound up, up at, at 157 yeah. you just had to have somebody from Texas tell you what road you were on <laughs> <in> Southern <laughs> Illinois I just want to point that hey, out <laughs> that was my patrol <laughs> yeah it was a brain fart <laughs> yeah. but anyway so but yeah, yeah I uh, I'm sitting there running radar and he's coming in this little little white BMW 325. White with a black, I, I can take, I remember everything about it. White with a black convertible top. And uh, I look, wasn't speeding, but I look, ah, no seatbelt. Say, I see what I can find. <laughs> hit the lights, pull them over. As I'm walking up to the car, I hear the voice and I recognize that voice. Sir, uh, I'm sorry, I was just trying to get to work. I was like, ooh, I know that voice. Yeah. And I get to the back because it's a two-door, so it's the back window. I don't go any further, and I kind of peek over. I said, so you can put your license and everything up. Please go make sure you put your seatbelt on, and I, I, I hope never to see you again. He's like, no, no. I said, no, sir. Put your seatbelt on yeah. and keep going. That's the reason I pulled you over, and I walked away. I never say who this person's name is, but... I say this, I was never on you paid for it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, for some reason, that name was rattling around in my head. Yes, sir. And I'm thinking, yeah. boy, if there's one newscaster in St. Louis I don't want to ever jack around with, never. it's that one. So, no, I know exactly who you're talking about. Never. That's, that's great. Yeah, I you don't it. want him rolling up, knocking on uh, you. Uh, or, uh-uh. I recognize the voice. When yep. he rolled the window, I said, ooh, I know that voice. Yep. And I peeked. I was like, Oh, mm-mm. nope, 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 mm-mm. nope. Mm-mm. Third, third rail, yep. third rail. We're not <laughs> yes, touching sir. it. <laughs> no, not, we are not touching the third rail. Not there. happening. Not, not with happening. this one. No. <laughs> but I pulled um, Isringhausen over once. Oh, did really? You really? Oh, wow. In, in his cardinal Viper. player for those yep. out of the area. In yeah. his Viper. Oh my God! I was sitting in Venice, running yeah. radar. I was sitting under the Black Bridge, which is the bridge that goes yeah. over to the rails. Oh yeah. yeah. And uh, I heard it coming because my, my radar was a Doppler at that time. And when you revved it, it would go, get louder when yeah. you revved it. Yep. He was doing 90. Oh, my. And that wow. was still 55 at that time. Yeah. Oh, my. And he was coming up, and I was like, ooh, I got him. I got him. And as soon as he came so I could see him, I hit the button, 90, and you hear, <laughs> I pulled him over, walked up there, sir, can I see your driver's license? She was, my name is Brian Faulkner with the Venice Police Department. The reason I pulled you over is you're doing 90 and the 55. He's like, I'm just trying to get I'm just trying to get over to St. Louis. He said, I'm late for work. I'm late for work. And I'm like, okay, so now, can you give me a driver's license? He pulled his driver's I was like. His ring house. <laughs> then I started like, thinking. I was like, oh, man, the Cardinals playing tonight. I'm going I'm to die hard, Cardinals. Yeah, uh-huh. So you're like, Bruh, sir, you I want an like escort? <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. I said, sir, please slow down. And what I need for you to do is turn around 
and go back and hit the what's the name bridge that, that v- bridge we had from Venice that went over. Yeah. I said you can hit that and you already be on that side of the water. You'll be in that side of town. And all you have to do is make a left and you can hit the stadium. Yeah. He's like, for real? I said, yes, sir. Turn around, <laughs> head back and go across the bridge. Get hurry up and get to the game. <laughs> please. And do well tonight. And do well. Please do well tonight. Yeah. Man, I can run a list of the professional athletes I pulled over, especially when I was in Brooklyn. Ooh. Oh, my. Going to them strip clubs. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't. I don't know anything about those. Okay. Oh right. The way you said that, <laughs> let me know that you were telling hey, a lie. Hey, he knows <laughs> remember, everything. Remember, about I those. thank you for never pulling me oh, over. <laughs> man, man. I caught uh, a home run hitter right doing it. <laughs> I remember. Okay, this is how far back I go. I remember Main Street and Cheeks. Yes, you go back a long way. Yeah, that, they turned one of those into a library. Yes, sir. Yeah. Turned it into the library. <laughs> Which I think, but they kept the carpet. Oh, no. I was no. Is that the one that had the pit where they did the mud wrestling? Yeah, and they turned it into like the children's reading yes. like yes. area. Yes, oh, sir. that's right. I remember yes, hearing about that. Yes, that's right. They did. Yeah, that's awesome. Man, so. I, I, I tell everybody. I said I saw and did so many things when I was a policeman. And it was a lot of good things that we did, too. A lot of good things. Because my mindset was they could send a monkey after a crime has been convict, uh, co- committed. Yeah. They can send anybody after. What are you doing to keep people from committing crimes? Yeah. yeah. How are you affecting their lives, showing them different options? And that's why I love dealing with kids because they're impressionable. Yeah. And a lady got me one time, and uh, this goes way back because this is when Nationals was still a supermarket. I remember. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I was in Nationals in my uniform. I was going to grab something on the way to work. And uh, this lady and her son went in there, and the son was acting real bad. And she said, if you don't act right, I'm going to have that policeman come over and arrest you and take you to jail and take you away from me. I said, oh, no, don't tell him that. She's like, well, he being bad. I said, but don't use me as the bad guy. Yeah, yeah. you're the good guy. Yeah, I said, because yeah. it's going to be a time in his life when he's going to need a police officer, and this day is going to come back into his head, and he's be like, no, I'm not going to talk to him. And then yeah. he, he could put, and she just looked at me like, but but I said, don't make me the yeah. bad guy. Yep. If you got to be a parent, then you got to be a parent. But don't make me the bad guy. Yep. And I walked off, and I meant that. Man, don't make me the bad guy. Because you Cause never they'll grow, know. They'll grow up thinking that you're mindset. the bad guy. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. No, yeah. You uh-uh. don't want them fearing the police. No. Yep. no. Even with the craziness that's going on today, there's still good cops out there. There's good cops, bad cops. They're good uh, uh, ambulance drivers. They're bad ambulance. It's yep. good and bad in everything, well, and man. We, we say that even in our careers. Yes. You know, as journalists, there are good and bad journalists out there. Yes. There are people that are just out to make their mark, and they're It'd editorializing yes. in their stories. And yes. then there's people... You know, I will say this, like like Nick and I, that, that are just out doing our job, our covering job. things that are going on. And giving the truth. Yep. And yeah. that's the thing about and just giving not, the truth. And not everybody likes the oh, truth. Oh, no. But you got to have it. Yep. Because yep. in the end, that's the only thing that's going to stand is the truth. Yep. The lie is going to get broken down. Every level of a lie gets broken down. But the truth will stand on its own. Yep. It'll stand on its own. And there that's me. I'm going to tell you the truth no matter if you like it or not. And there are a lot of people that get mad at me at first. Like, man, I can't stand him. He told me this. And then they realize later on, well, you know, Faulkner was right, man. Hey, he was right. Hey, as long as you're straight with people, that's, that's it, it, man. They know yeah. me. They know me. That's me. I'm not going to. I don't feel anybody is worth me telling a lie to. I now, when it. I was younger, I lied to Nick all the I'd time. I lied my way out of trouble in a heartbeat when I was young. <laughs> <laughs> but then you get older and you realize I really didn't get out of it because later on, my mother and my dad would tear that lie down. Okay. Then I get a worse whooping. Somebody finds out about it. Ooh, I yeah. lied to Nick 
just before we got on oh the podcast. Oh, my Jesus. He, oh, just <laughs> he did. About the fact that I hadn't picked up our special cigar for our second cigar but tonight. I, okay. But I found out about it. So. Okay. And before we get into that, we got a little bit of news. By the I way, want... let me let me jump in. Why did everybody get on their stick? Because we're all finished yes, up we now. are finished up with the uh, Davidoff Nicaragua. I loved it. It had a little bit of uh, pepper. It was creamy. Mm-hmm. Um, the fla- the fruitiness did kind of go away. Especially in the second, third. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It did kind of ease off. But but that pepper stayed. That that was all the way through. <laughs> I did a retro hail on on the nub, and it was Steel it was all I could do not to cough yep. while you guys were talking. <laughs> it was it was intense. <laughs> no, for like I said, for for six for thirty bucks. I mean, that's it's, a value. It's a solid six. Yes, that's so. a value. But I've got an even better value when you get done with your news oh, and ask boy. the boys. So. Um, before we get into the second cigar, I wanted to touch on a few things. I wanted to give an update about our friends over at Max Smoke Shop in Palo Alto. I don't think we've touched on this since the vote happened. The Palo Alto City Council did vote on Tuesday, June 16th, and unfortunately, they did go ahead and ban flavored tobacco in Palo Alto, California. And unfortunately for Max, that will not only impact them in terms of their vape products, which they said all along... They would get rid of the vape, mm-hmm. um, but unfortunately, it will impact them in terms of pipe tobacco yes. and infused premium yep. cigars. And I know that they basically and have said that without those products, they don't see how they're going to be able to survive. Let me jump in and say something. Yeah. Those sons of bitches at Palo Alto changed the time of the meeting. Yes, they did. Those heifers. Yes. They went in and they moved it up an hour. They moved it up an hour. So I logged on. I I actually intended to get on and talk. And I logged on to the meeting. And it was And they're like, oh, we're down to our last three speakers. I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah. Uh, Yeah. So, so yeah, it was was shady. And Uh, unfortunately for Max, I don't know what recourse they have ahead of them. I don't know if they're going to pursue some sort of legal action. I say that they should. But then again, on the flip side... You know, I can understand if they're looking at it and saying, do we really want to invest money into that? But honestly, I, I really think they should. Now, I don't know how the ordinance as written stands up either. And that may be their legal out there. Yeah. 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 Because how is that? How can it stand on it? Yeah. Because is is a is a cigar that we just picked up flavor notes on. Is that now a flavored cigar? Yeah, and that's that's the truth. Without having read the ordinance, I couldn't tell yeah. you. Wow. But I do know that that is a problem in some areas that... They do make it so broad that now that we've just said that we got pepper and some fruity mm-hmm. notes off it of makes the Davidoff, it, 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 make, it makes that yeah. flavored and it makes yep. that illegal. So that brings us to uh, the fine city of Chicago, Illinois. The next domino. The state of Chicago. The state yeah. of Chicago. Where <laughs> it, should be. it should be its own state. Alderman yep. Matt O'Shea apparently has introduced an ordinance to place a ban on the sale of flavored tobacco within Chicago city limits. The bill has already garnered co-sponsorship from 20 other aldermen, and the mayor has indicated her support for such a ban and that she's uh, not willing to wait for a federal ban to be put in place. Well, so. they, they, sh- they could be working on all the gunshot victims and trying to yeah, alleviate yeah. that in Chicago. but Versus going worry. after flavored tobacco. Yeah, let's worry about that. Well, it's easy to throw up a straw man like flavored tobacco mm-hmm. when you don't want to deal with the bigger there problems. There was a three-year-old shot this weekend, yeah, Father's Day weekend in Chicago, yes, and killed. Yes. That's like, dear God. And see, I, I I have fear because my brother is a Chicago police officer, mm. and his son just joined the department. I'm gonna give it two two years ago. He graduated from uh, college. He went to college on a basketball scholarship, played four years, and then he came out. And uh, he became a Chicago cop. And I fear for my brother and my nephew. I truly do. 
because you i told him you are working in a war zone for real yeah oh yeah you're in a war zone he, well, and you have no support from your God. leadership that's what your i was mayor say. and your leadership God. in that department have no support God. for the rank and file guys on the streets and my brother's going on he's going on 20 years with the chicago pd wow so he's been there for a while yeah wow and it's just like he, he could tell you he says change he said and i my brief i tell everybody my eight years was brief compared to what other guys have gone through in eight years or nine, ten years, twenty years, you know they've seen. Yeah, East St. Louis and that area is is rough. But when you grow up there, it's just every day to you. Yeah. It's nothing different. It's, it's the same thing with my brother in Chicago. But I'm not from Chicago. I just see and I hear what happens. Yeah. It's not what I just what I hear from the news media, but I hear it from him. Yeah, from his words, man. Man, we we had this tonight. We had that tonight. And I'm like, mm. wow. His other son, the oldest son. He wanted him to be a cop, too. And he's like, nah, you don't want to be a cop. So he wound up fighting in the UFC. Oh, <laughs> there wow. There you go. Yeah, he's number three heavyweight. That's Curtis awesome. Ra- Curtis Razor Blaze. That's my oh, nephew. Oh, that's awesome. Really? Yeah, that's I didn't know nephew. that. That's awesome. Yeah. So what what recourse does anyone have about this vote in Chicago? Uh, when you've got 20 aldermen plus the mayor on board What are the 50 aldermen total? Somewhere, I don't somewhere around know, but I mean, yeah. but it, you know, when you're it's that done. heavy, yeah. I, I fear that it might already be a thing. Yeah. But you know, I'd say if you're in the Chicago area and you wanna wanna pursue uh, uh, some sort of action against it, start start emailing yeah, your aldermen, start start, start reaching out and start making some noise. And because people, people wonder why me and Rob speak so much about civil rights of America. Yeah, yeah. This is this is the reason why because this is an easy yes, domino to start with. Yes, you go after yes. the flavored stuff first because you know then whatever. What's next? But then exactly yep. what's, what's next? next? And before long. Mar- there's marijuana dispensaries on every damn corner, mm. but all the cigar shops are mm. shut down because of see, evil of I tobacco. Can't, I can't understand that. You know, marijuana has become legal now, but th- this tobacco has been legal forever. Yep. Now you're trying to demonize it. Yep. How? Yeah. How? And there's all sorts of medical science that about shows. regarding the use of tobacco. And when I say tobacco, I don't mean cigarettes Mm-mm. because there's also or medical God science. Vape. Yeah. There's medical mm-hmm. science regarding cigarettes mm-hmm. that prove that those 110 chemicals will put you in the ground. And it's the 110 chemicals, not the tobacco. Precisely. Yep. But the tobacco in the cigars, the premium cigars, there's nothing wrong. Nothing wrong. Yep. Nothing wrong. But nothing they, wrong. they don't want to hear it. You're still smoking. Exactly. Man. Research. Open up a book. Open exactly. your mind first of all. Yep. <laughs> well, and just do a little common sense. That's all it They've takes. They've limited us to the point that we're either smoking on our back decks or we're smoking at a lounge mm. like here at Riverman. Mm. You know, and then they try. Where to take are we going to go? Yep. And now they're going to take that away yep. from us. I mean, it just—I don't know. Whatever. Six sons of bitches. Well, Jeff. What do we got for the second cigar? Well, do you want to do Ask the Boys first? No, you know what? We'll get into that as we're smoking. This. <laughs> okay. So well, so, okay. He wants to treat. So the, in the in the in the vein of full disclosure, let's say Uh-oh. yes. Our friend Bryant here lost a bet. He oh did. hell no! Y'all are not smoking that. So You're pulling this stick out, <laughs> so, man. Yeah, so so y'all pulling this stick out, man. Bryant lost the bet. Y'all on the pulling Super Bowl. this sti- Y'all pulling this stick out for real. We are. We are. So Bryant <laughs> lost the bet on the Super Bowl, and unfortunately, his 49ers were defeated by the Kansas City Chiefs. And he posted a picture of me smoking that nasty. Of he ass. had a backwoods. What was it? A backwoods peach? No, honey. Oh, that's even better. That's why I bought it. Uh, and so, and so. Anyway, he uh, mm, he I had just this. breached the foil pack. But the problem was, we've been just a little unsatisfied with that this whole time because, quite frankly, we thought it should be a video. 
podcast. And then when uh, this opportunity man. arose, <laughs> yeah, we, just kinda, dirty, we just kind of dirty, dirty, low down. We just kind of realized that this would be a great opportunity to go ahead and complete this situation here. But, and but we felt this, that but we needed to smoke it with you. But that's the thing. Yeah, that's the thing. We're going to smoke it along with you. Just, I need a beer, you know. man. man she, she got some wood. <laughs> oh, yeah. for, got some wood for reserve. <laughs> oh, they, they, Riverman's got booze. They'll hook you up. Booze. We'll get you a drink. <laughs> <laughs> That's so, a bag so over the head punch are, in the face. Yeah, you, you, you are not lying. <laughs> we, are, we are going in extremes here. I started you off with a Davidoff, and we're going now to a backwoods now, honey. Now, I told you I had a better value for you. These were uh, five for five bucks. You, you paid five dollars for yes. that thing. It was five dollars. Yes. Oh my god. I paid yeah. six twenty five for the five. <laughs> now here's the beauty. What did you of do this? with the other four? Threw them away. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't giving them to nobody, oh, man. That's, that's now so here's the beauty of this. We've got a special guest that's going to come in and have this with us. Nick, you want to introduce? So I don't know if you listen to our show and have heard the Larry the Mute segment where he comes in and reviews the machine-made cigars. I, I think I heard that once. So yeah. Larry the Mute is here, and rather than do a review, he's going to sit in on us, uh, sit in on, on our the round conversation, table. Yep. and just participate, and he's going to smoke a Backwoods Honey with us. Larry, so, come on back, brother. I feel sorry for you, Larry. What's going on, Larry? Hey, Larry. How's it going, buddy? Damn. Man, I'm so sorry for you, bro. <laughs> You had you had to deal with this shit because of me. I'm sorry. No. Yo, he likes machine-made cigars, well, so he's all in. He doesn't necessarily like them. He just smokes Actually, them. I don't think this is a machine-made, though. I think this actually is. It. I don't know how they'd get a machine to make this. I'm not entirely sure. I'll tell you what. This is the first time I've encountered one of these. This is the most gnarly-looking. Have you looking, smoked one nope, of these? Nope. This, this is the most gnarly-looking piece is of crap I've ever seen. the good, seen. the bad, and the ugly bite the tip off. <laughs> oh, my God. Strike a match See, on the, the, back, of your, like, uh, yeah. the back of your knee. What it's it, it's what almost like, like a Toscano. <laughs> almost. <laughs> almost. Don't compare it you to a Toscano. You just went there for real. <laughs> Dude, the look, don't compare it, it to like a Toscano. You might look like one, but Toscanos are significant. <laughs> I can tell right now. This has got... This has got a pungent aroma. Yeah, it's the honey. You, you opened oh a bag and I smelled it all oh, off. I like, I'm no, like, he oh didn't. God. So, okay, so <laughs> which end do I cut? Okay, you no, don't cut no, either. You know, you don't. Look, it's already ready for you. Oh, yeah. my God, it is already yeah. ready. Yeah, isn't it? light so. the gnarly end. Mm-hmm. Okay. The rustic end. Yes, all right. yes there <laughs> you go. The rustic end. Oh, my God, this is going to send shit just... This is going to send little pieces of tobacco it all does. over me. I'm gonna yeah, we're going to set all of our clothes on fire. in my shirt. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, oh we didn't do the uh, cold draw. You don't need no. to. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to guess it tastes like sweet, Jeff. Yeah, it tastes like honey. <laughs> this is... Uh, Ghetto honey. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Let's see you do a retro hail on this. Oh my god, it's like you're giving a blowjob to the honey bear. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit, man. You know what they took me back? You remember the uh, the cereal sugar smack? Yes, yeah. the honey bear. That's what I'm saying. It's like, oh my god. <laughs> he gave me sugar bear honey a blowjob. <laughs> oh my god. I'll say it is a very smooth retro hail. It is. Yeah, I just did not, it. Because the only thing in there is honey. I was going to say there's honey and cardboard maybe, but yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. No, I'm, you know, I'm going to go on a limb. There's tobacco in there's this. There's tobacco in it. <sighs> yeah, right. Clippings. <laughs> Thank you. They took a broom and everything no, that was left exactly. on the floor. <laughs> now, Nick, I'm going to ask you, admit it. 
it's not that bad, is it? I actually like these. I don't like it. You I'm not like proud. Torching, you said? I'm I don't not like proud. it. This, this is look, dude. I like a fat bottom Betty. Yes. Yes. Crazy Jane. Brian, yeah. Yes. I like some infused cigars. But this is not this an is infused not cigar. good. <laughs> this this before before uh, marijuana was legal in Illinois. This would have got you arrested. <laughs> <laughs> Thank they God we're in Missouri. They'd have swore you were smoking a blunt. Oh, my God. Yeah. Nick's heard me say that to a clerk before. I'll buy a pack of, like, Swishers or whatever. Yeah. I said, I'm, I think I'm the only one that actually smokes these the way they come. The way they smoke. Yeah. <laughs> They'll just stare at me like Originally. I'm a moron. Yeah. <coughs> oh, my. Yeah. This See, is, listen to him coughing over there. Yeah. Well, this is crazy. This man. is Y'all good. Are so wrong. No, man. this is good. This is good. Now I have the actual eyes on the prize here. I got to see see you having the <laughs> having the backwoods. So, so so I appreciate you going along with us and being a good good sport there, Brian. Uh, he looks so just you know, like destroyed. If the 49ers had held it together, we wouldn't be doing this right now. <laughs> <laughs> he was the coach when they were up 21 to 3. He was the offensive coordinator when they were up 21 to 3. And that was the only thing that was in my mind when they were playing Kansas City last year. He's the same fuck. No, guy. go ahead. Go ahead. He's the same guy that gave up a 21 to 3 lead <laughs> in the Super Bowl. Yep. 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 And now it's got like, you smoking a back. And what happened? The same thing. We couldn't couldn't sustain a drive. The defense got tired. They was like, man, we haven't left the field. No. <laughs> I'm like, now, I'm not going to lie to you guys. I'm taking the other two. I'll smoke those all the way home. Oh, my Jesus. God, yeah, I'm, I'm not glad proud. I'm not riding with you. Yeah, I'm, I'm not proud. <laughs> I'm, I'm, this is going to be a one and done here. I'm so, going to be rolling dirty with so, the backwoods. So, Larry, what are your thoughts on this? My thoughts exactly. Yeah. I'm right with you. <laughs> I'm right with you. <laughs> There's simpatico on that side of the line. Right? Yeah. You know? For real. <laughs> Larry, how was the drive in today? <laughs> there you go. I mean, traffic's good. I mean, I'll say. Well, it's still with, with the COVID. You know, it's there's it's not little, as many people on the road. Still. Yeah, yeah. That is not what he said. He said. <laughs> <laughs> Brian, speak sign language. This is right? good. Yeah, <laughs> we haven't had anybody yet. We just kind of guessed. Dude, he is not saying that to y'all. <laughs> oh, I recognize that sign. Yes, oh <laughs> that is a universal. Larry, universal. Larry. <laughs> oh my. Well, let's go ahead and jump into. Um, Damn, he even coughs mute. (laughs) (laughs) That is wild, man. (laughs) So we have a couple questions here, so I'm going to go ahead and jump in to ask the boys. So, folks, as I said, we need your questions in order for us to do this segment. So, you know, feel free to send me emails at nick at cigarpulpit.com. Go over to cigarpulpit.com, use the contact the pulpit page, or send us questions through the direct messages on Instagram, either the cigar pulpit or at nick at gator. Um, N-E-K-K-I-D. Because here's the thing. I can at least read them, even gator. though Jeff's in Instagram jail. But um, we have a couple <laughs> questions here from a guy who goes by Christian uh, I guess his nickname is the Big Polka. 
And he starts off by uh, with a rather extensive question about his humidor. It's like sixteen paragraphs long. That's a manifesto. Oh He's, my well, I did up the the font size so that I could read it from afar, Jeff. But You're getting old a little bit. So he says, uh, Nick, I know you have quite the extensive collection of cigars spread uh, throughout a large humidor and Tupperware. I was wondering if you could help me out with a conundrum I'm dealing with. I upgraded from a fifty count cigar humidor to a one hundred count humidor. I've seasoned it as I have before. I used distilled water to wipe down the inside, and when it dried, I put in a Bovita 72% RH pack, 32 gram, the big brick, mm-hmm. you know, and he's placed it in the bottom of the humidor. I'm also using a Bovita Butler, a calibrated uh, hygrometer, as well as a digital display hygrometer to keep track of my temperature and humidity levels. So he's got everything set up there. Here's my problem. I have, been, I have between 40 and 50 sticks in there right now at any given time. This 100-count humidor has been in use since Christmas time. My humidity level can't seem to get past 64%. The highest it's been is 66 for the past three days. My temperature is good. I'm checking across three different hygrometers that are all reading within a plus-minus 1 RH degree. I've even added a shot of distilled water that I placed in the upper tray of the humidor, trying to see if that would help, but it doesn't. I thought maybe I wasn't getting a good seal, but I do, as I've used the dollar test. I'm not familiar with the dollar test. Am I missing something or doing something wrong? I appreciate your two cents on this issue and try uh, whatever advice you might share. Wow. Um, So, okay. I'll tell you how I season mine, Mm -hmm. and then we'll just kind of like go from there. I also do the wipe down with the distilled mm-hmm. water, but whereas he said he waited until it dried to put in the Bovida pack, I, I put the Bovida pack mm-hmm. in like right away, yeah. and I get the 84% yeah. because that's designed for the, the seasoning, seasoning process, process. Yeah. and so I put that in right away. I give it a you know handful of days. I also use the Bovida Butler. I'll tell you what. For like 20 bucks, that's the best freaking invention. Connects to your phone via Bluetooth. So as soon as I walk in my house, I check that and I get the temperature and the the humidity readings. And so I'll let it go for a little while at that 84%. Mm -hmm. Really knock it, really get it high. Mind you, the cigars that I'm going to put in there, I also try and keep in... Um, if I don't have a humidor set up and ready that I'm transferring them over to, I'll put them in the, the Tupper door. I mm-hmm. get the airtight Tupperware, put the Bovida packs in there, and I'll keep them in there. And then that way, when they're going into the humidor, they're already at, at the, the, the humidity level, level mm-hmm. that you want them. Because if you put in dry cigars into it's a humidor, gonna it's going to yep. pull mm-hmm. from the humidor, and it's going to draw that, yep. that total humidity level down. Mm-hmm. So you want to try and put in sticks that are actually at the proper humidity when when you're putting them into mm-hmm. the humidor. And then from there, I mean, you're doing all right holding 40 to 50 sticks in a 100-count humidor. I mean, you don't want to typically let it get under under half full, which I know is probably something every retailer out there is Loves just to loving yeah. to hear. Yeah. But, yeah, um, you don't want to let it go too too low because, you know, yeah, you got to maintain that. I'll be honest, I, I, it also depends on your environment. Yeah. I don't know where you live, Christian, and so it may be a situation where maybe you live in a very dry arid, atmosphere, yeah. arid. You know, Las Vegas, for mm-hmm. example, is just impossible to maintain good humidity. Well, I mean, it's Central a, Texas, too. I would, I would just imagine mm-hmm. that you guys have issues Flint down in land, Texas, nothing too. nothing down there, just heat. Whereas yeah. here in St. Louis in the summertime, Ooh, yes. I mean, temperature's are issue, but humidity, humidity is ain't not an a issue question. at all, man. <laughs> not at all. I mean, I 
probably could just let my humidor just sit top open yeah, and just let it go. And, let it just and do. it's just going to do its thing. So Now, Uh-oh. speaking of that, you know my trick. Yeah, I know your trick. Which is anytime, put it- anytime we're going to have like a thunderstorm or it's going to be a good, hard, good soaking uh-huh. rain, I'll just take my humidor out on the deck, open it up, and leave it on the table. I'm not going there with <laughs> you. He, he's inviting mold into his humidor. I, that's what I'm saying. I'm Nick, not going there with you. He's inviting Nick is, mold. Were you talking about a flavor cigar now? Yeah, Nick no. has seen me he do got, it. I've seen him like, do what it. What the hell? And I'm like, dude. He's got these black mold I'm like, cigars. Dude, you got distilled water, and then you're taking literally rainwater, then, which has God knows what in it. Mississippi River rainwater. I, I know, right? It, I don't put it out. Like, the deck is covered. It's, it draws a lot of humidity that way. Yeah, yeah. I'm not taint, setting it in the rain. That humidity. humidity. <laughs> that humidity is still water molecules coming from, as he pointed out, the, the Mississippi, Mississippi River. River. <laughs> Which, I mean, would you swim in the Mississippi? No. I have. You have oh, Grand Tower, Illinois. Dude. They used to have a beach at Grand Tower, and I have swam in the Mississippi River. You couldn't pay me to get back in it now, but when I, I was a kid, yep, they had a beach there. Dude, oh my! I'm goodness. surprised you have children. For real. Yeah. That should have just shriveled up and fallen off with everything that's in the river, man. They're not glowing at night. Oh, God damn. That's how I find them. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even need a nightlight. I just I just walk and, you know. It's, it's talking about yeah. glowing. Oh What's this thing God. about NASA coming here? Uh, they're talking Space Force. They're coming ta- to, to like, so, like Scott Air Force Base area, they're talking about possibly the national headquarters. Are you of talking Space about Steve Carell? No, I'm not. Ta- I'm talking the legit oh, actual, actual Space, Space Force. Force. Okay, Jesus. Yeah, they may, may very well locate Space Force in uh, Southern Illinois. That would be phenomenal. My mother was talking. She said, "Yeah, we supposed to get NASA." I was like, "What?" Yeah. I, said, Wait, I had not heard this, and I'm jazzed. I, w- yeah. I like. I want to get back in now. I want to be part of I don't Space know, Force. I don't know very many details other than that, but, oh, but I'll say, Jesus. I will say that we are we are being talked about for Space I don't know oh, if my 13 Jesus. months of prior service I can get back in. By God, I want to suit up. Oh, I don't my know. Jesus. So just, just, to, just to kind of put a bow on this question. You and I could be in Space Force because you're mm-hmm. prior service, too. Yep. There you go. Damn straight. Yep. I'm not going to Space Force. guys could be astronauts. Yeah. <laughs> um, just to put a bow on this, Christian... There's a few aspects of it that yeah. I need to know some more, but I'll tell you what. I do have a guy. Uh, he's been in a prior episode. His name's Squirrel. I'll reach out to Squirrel with this question. Actually, Squirrel, if you're listening, uh, let's touch base, mm-hmm. and maybe uh, we can get Squirrel on uh, a future episode here and go back and talk about seasoning processes, and maybe we can maybe we can uh, help out Christian now, here Nick, with this. Let me ask you, how old are these questions? A couple weeks. A couple of weeks? A couple of weeks. A older than a couple of weeks? Maybe about a month. Isn't this the gentleman you found by accident that he'd send us messages and you missed him? This may be about a month. Oh, my goodness. He also also goes on further and talks about his ex-wife and uh, everything, but I'm I'm going to leave that part out for the purposes of, uh, you know, probably covering his ass legally as well as ours. But um, he also does have another... If I'm not mistaken... The gist of it was he, he, he's he was not a questioning fan. how I was able to get along with my ex-wife. Yes, because uh, yes. he's not so much of a fan of his mm, ex-wife, so mm. we'll just leave it at that. I've got one of each. i got one I can't stand and one I do like. Mm. So there you go. There, there you go. Yeah, I'm batting 50 okay. or 500, you know. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, arguably you're not batting 500 because you have two ex-wives, but, <laughs> you know. I don't 300, know. 330. Yeah, yeah, yeah there you go. <laughs> so his uh, other question is he wants to know if you had one CD that was going to be stuck and constantly playing in your car hmm. or at home, 
wherever it would be, what CD would most likely be stuck in playing nonstop? Prince Purple Ray. Ooh, good choice. Good choice. Purple Rain. Mm-hmm. Doves Cry. Purple Rain. All of them. Yep. Yep. Jeff? You ready for this? I don't. Uh-oh. Okay. Meatloaf. That out of hell. What? In all the years that I, I have known you, flying 900 miles an hour through traffic with so meatloaf screaming. So now I'm praying for the end of time yes. to hurry up and arrive. Because if I got to spend another minute with you, I don't think so In fine. all the years that I have known you, I've never heard you listening to meatloaf. I love meatloaf. And well, I, I also me- like meatloaf, I love meatloaf, too. meatloaf yeah, as well, but you know. <laughs> My wife no. doesn't like it, so I gotta go to Cracker Barrel yeah, to get Cracker it. Barrel. Yeah. yeah, get that. And I some... like it with the ketchup on the top, not the gravy. Yeah, and I'm some dumplings on the I side. Like barbecue sauce on the top. Oh, see, now that's never tried my that. mom when she made it. She would do this stuff. She would take the ketchup, and it'd be like two parts ketchup, one part um, that Heinz chili sauce. Mm. So you get that little bit of the spice Spicy of the chili with sauce the tang. with the tang of the ketchup, Ooh, yes. and you lay slather that on the meatloaf, and then you bake it. I don't know. Ooh, no, uh, that was the old water tower in, uh, wasn't that Brooks it's in uh, Collinsville? Yeah. yeah. I haven't seen Brooks ketchup anywhere know. in forever. Shiza. Yeah. Mm. But I'll tell you what they do have here is Duke's mayonnaise, and it is the greatest mayonnaise oh in the world. Oh, my God. Let's talk about mayonnaise for a minute. So, <laughs> Miracle Whip. So num- oh, no. A number oh, of no, years. Oh, no, dude. You n- try Duke's. You'll never go back. It's so good. A number so good. of years ago. Uh-huh. Somebody, and to this day, we don't know who it was that started this. Somebody signed me up. To receive the email newsletter for, was it Hellman's? I think so. It was Hellman's Mayonnaise. So I just started getting all these Hellman's Mayonnaise emails, just randomly. (laughs) (laughs) And I mentioned this to a couple people. Me being one of them. And And I was just like, why in the hell am I getting these Hellman's Mayonnaise emails? And mind you, I've tried to unsubscribe. I can't unsubscribe. These things just keep freaking coming. Like, I have unsubscribed multiple, and they just keep coming. So I mentioned this to a couple people. Now, all of a sudden, I'm now getting the Craft Miracle Whip. Everybody's in on the which, game. Which also opened me up to the Craft Recipe of the Day. That was me. Um, <laughs> I'm so proud of that. I'm, I'm on the Duke's Mayonnaise I email did that one list. Too. I'm on the. Uh, I think there's um, an Empire Mayonnaise there's too. There's Empire yep. Mayonnaise oh, that, that I was that signed up for. Um, no, I think John did that. Did John do that one? Okay. Um, and then uh, what else was there? There's. Um, Hidden oh, Valley, Valley, Hidden oh Valley salad gosh. dressings. Oh I get an email, gosh. and then um, uh, French's French's mustard. Oh my I, I just gosh. got a French's mustard email. I ran right out of be- mayonnaise. That that right, up right, right before right before Father's much. Day, I started that getting the Hellman or the much, French's. Man. So I get inundated with condiment email Emails. newsletters, <laughs> and it's just like people. I'm glad you said condiment. Condiment. <laughs> <laughs> I kinda, that's a whole different email newsletter. Lambskin. And, uh, but yeah, I'm getting all these freaking sauces and condiments uh, thrown at me in my email newsletters. And for God's sakes, I've tried unsubscribing, and I and some of them I was able to get them to stop. Others, they I don't know what you got to do to get off these lists. But in, it's that little unsubscribe button is not doing it. It so, doesn't work. Yeah, it doesn't work. So wow. um, that sounds like some Rob would do. Oh. God, it was it's so just, much fun. It's nuts. Because <laughs> um, you saw what he did to my picture, right? 
No. I had a picture with my San Francisco hat on that. Uh-oh. And he changed the emblem to Kansas City. Oh. <laughs> and see, I'm a member of That's a, cold. I'm a member of a lot of 49er fan groups. Because see, with the red hat, yeah, yeah it's very and easy. folks saw that, and Uh-oh. I got kicked out of seven oh, fan shoot. groups. You really? Serious. Awesome. Oh, my God. That's funny. I that's... was called a traitor. You just a bandwagoner. All this. Oh, like, my God. Man, I got man. I was like, <laughs> like oh. dude, it's Photoshop. And I was like, first of all, I was like, whoever did this. And then I started thinking about it. Who would do something like this? We'd have oh done it if we thought of it. And I then I heard that. I could hear his laugh in my ear. And then when I, we did the next show after it, I said, yeah, I got a, a picture of me that was Photoshopped. And he, he turned his head. I said, you motherfucker. <laughs> I'm like, dude, did you know what happened to me? And he started, when I told him, he's like, oh, I didn't mean for all that to happen. I said, but oh, as you say, awesome. the ripple effect, yep. you did this one thing, and look at all this oh, drama. This. That butterfly that's, flapped its wings. That's yep. so funny. That's oh so God. funny. Um, as for my CD, I'll be honest, I am, I am, it's hard for me to answer that because I'm not a guy who, who buys a lot of CDs. Um, typically, you scratch I'll, my CD. I'll find like <laughs> you son of a bitch. You just picked it right up and just in broad daylight, in broad scratch daylight, it. and scratched it. <laughs> um, but anyway, so like I, I I buy like I find songs that I like, and I mm. and so like for me I have playlists more than I have. CDs, so I don't yeah. know. I mean, but see, I don't buy CDs, but if I had a CD, that would be the CD. And if it got stuck, I wouldn't have a problem. Yeah, yep. I wouldn't. So I don't know. And music, I'll be honest, music is. It's not a big for some people. It's like big, everything, you know, yeah. everything. Mm-hmm. And for me, it's just I'll have music on, but mm-hmm. it's not something that I really get, get too, too worked up too about. So because with me, so for I, me to answer if that, you I were don't know. riding with me, you'd hear everything except for country music. Yeah, mm-hmm. you'd hear everything. Well, and I'll slip when, a little country. But in then now, when then. Tennessee Whiskey came out with uh, uh, what's his name, they just did it. Uh, I was just playing it last night. You're smooth. Tennessee whiskey. Oh, I know that song. You're, who sings that? I don't know that one. Oh, I'm flat footed. I don't know that one at all. We both grab to the Google. We both grab our phones. Everybody's <laughs> googling. I'll now. say about Meatloaf. I celebrate his whole catalog. Uh, How do you not know I'm a Meatloaf Chris fan? Stapleton? Okay, oh yeah, okay. Chris Stapleton. I listened to that the first time I heard that. I was like, oh yeah, this is it. This is it. It hit. It hit hard. But see, I'm a, here. I'm a bluegrass fan. I know. Oh, dude. I, I went uh, a couple of years ago, and I got to see Nickel Creek on the reunion tour. They were here at the pageant in St. Louis. Oh, so good. You went to see who? Nickel Creek. Dime River? It, Quarter Ocean? I am Spotlight. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, for real? Maybe, you know. Oh, okay. wait. I messed that up. As Let me a, do that again. As, I am what? the lighthouse. I said I'm the spotlight. It's I am the lighthouse. Worn by the weather and well, I'm the not going to edit this, so it is what yeah. it is. It's the, um, they're great. No, yeah. the, feel like uh, bluegrass. The one, the one album, I guess I would say, um, as I'm thinking about it, you and I went and saw They Might Be Giants. We did. That was fun. And I love Flood. Yeah. Flood is a fantastic album. It's so fun. You get some of the, some classic They Might Be Giants on there. Birdhouse in Your Soul. <laughs> Istanbul. It's not Can- Constantinople. It's not Consta- Constantinople. Constantinople. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so anyway, now I'll tell you the one CD you don't want stuck in there from They Might Be Giants is the Here Come the One Two Threes. No, that no. is the greatest kids. My daughter. It's for kids, but it's 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 it, okay. It, they Might Be Giants was brilliant because they understood 
that you know they they did their thing with the punk rock and all that and you know it's it's good music but then they swerved and went to kids music and they do kids CDs now they're the ones that did the Mickey Mouse Clubhouse theme song from punk rock to Mickey Mouse yeah yeah the hot dog song hot dog uh-huh. hot dog hot diggity dog yeah, that's, that's, that's that's they, they, they might be giants, giants. Well, they swerved. They went into kids' songs, and they did this. And they whole, made bang. And they, yeah, they did this whole album called "Here Come the One Two Threes," and it's all about learning your numerals and learning math concepts and stuff. And kids love it. But you're right. If I had to listen to that on repeat, like forever, I listened to that for the first probably be, four years of Addie's life. My thing is this: When did that third eye open <laughs> from <laughs> punk rock to kid, dude? It was brilliant. It, it had to be. But even their punk rock is, is fairly kind of like goofy, you know? Oh, okay. I mean, it's not it's not your like Clash kind of punk rock. It's it's a it's little bit. It's not Butthole Surfers. No, no, no. He said Butthole Surfers. It's going to be your new nickname. Locust start, Abortion Technician. I had that CD. Start calling Jeff Butthole Surfers. Literally had that CD. Um, oh, my goodness. But yeah, so. <laughs> like they use the accordion a lot in their music and everything. So they're 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 different, you know. Very. And very. Uh, anyway, I think they get a so. bass guitar. You know, or a ba- what is it? not a bass guitar? What I just just a bass. Yeah. The big bass. Bass. bass yeah. Okay. Yeah. So. Well, anyway, this this week's ask the boys. If you have any questions for us, definitely shoot them over here because we need them. Nick so. bet me five dollars I couldn't work in a butthole surfer reference. <laughs> you did. He's got to pay up yeah, now. Yeah, you I did didn't it. know anything about that. <laughs> oh. So. <laughs> So why don't we circle up with our boy Larry the Mute here and find out uh, his thoughts on the backwoods honey. Didn't I'm, a, see, I'm about halfway through it. Didn't you see him throw it? No, I didn't see him throw it. Yeah. Larry, did you throw the cigar? Do you? See, his hands are free. He feels the same way I do. I All thought right, he was then. just done with it. I, you know what? He, I guess if he, that's the way he's done with he a cigar, it. I'm just like <laughs> I finished mine up. I'm, I'm looking forward to the other two on the way home. Oh, my God. Unless you guys want them. Uh, nope. Mine is shedding pieces in <laughs> my mouth. I'm, like, picking that the whole shards time. of, like, God knows what. It's out. not a long filler. Yeah. By any means. <laughs> We're just, uh, you know what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. When I'm Nick, starting to... Nick when thought I'm, this oh. was going to be so funny, yeah. and it's, like, turned on him. It turned totally different. It turned. Well, you know what? I figured in all fairness, oh. if we're going to have you do it again, we ought to, we ought to like, we you to know, do it with you. do it with you this time, at least. So. Anyway, well, why don't we go ahead Never and announce again. our Martinez Cigars Weekly Giveaway winner. Can I win? No. <laughs> I need some more Martinez. I gave you some Martinez not yeah, too long I've, I've ago. Yeah, I've blown through those. Oh, my God. They're he good is, sticks, man. He is just like that. Have you tried the 45 yet? Yes, sir. Oh, man. Have, have you tried the flat iron? No. Oh, we can hook you up. Yeah. yeah I'll get you. Flat, was a tell you what. As 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 my way of saying thank you for being a good sport about the backwoods, we'll yeah. get you a flat iron as soon as this is all okay, over with. Can, can I have that, one too, Nick? <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> anyway, so so folks, you can sign up to win in our weekly contest by going over to CigarPulpit.com, and all you got to do is sign up for our free email newsletter. We'll eventually do one At again. At some point, oh. we'll do one again here soon. You know, stuff was a one and out. Stuff's no, starting to open you. up. You know, well, you know, it's always good to have the list just in case you have to contact us. Yeah. I'm yeah. going to sell it so when I get a, my hands on it. And that's <laughs> why you won't get a hand on it. So um, anyway, so this week's win. Winner, all you got to do is reach out to us by Monday of next week and just shoot me an email at nick at cigarpulpit.com giving me um, your shipping address and telling me you're the winner. This week's winner is Dave Scaroff. 
Scaroth. It's spell it. S S C A R O T H. Yeah, Scaroth. Scaroth. Mm-hmm. Dave. Dave Scarath. Dave Scarath. There you go, Dave. There we go. We're going to go that way. We're going to go that way. <laughs> <laughs> as there close we go. as we're going to so, get. So, Dave, just reach out to me, and we will get you all hooked up. we got a nice prize pack with, like, You uh, want these cigars, brother. You do. either five or six yes, cigars. I can't remember do. now off the top of my head. But, yeah, you'll get a nice sampling of everything that Martinez Cigars has to offer. And, folks, if you've won it in the past and you want to get some more, or if you've never had a Martinez cigar, you can either reach out uh, through martinezcigars.com and you can purchase them that way. Or I would highly recommend you reach out to Riverman Cigar Company of Crestwood, Missouri, as they are uh, carrying them here in the shop. So you can place an order, support a brick and mortar, and get some 45s and flat irons. Place and an order, support a brick and mortar. There yeah, you I like go. That. I like That's it. nice. Right. So now I want to point something Ice out. Milk. There yeah. is a big announcement. Uh-oh. Tomorrow. This is Tomorrow. coming out Tuesday. I was going to say. So I'm going to go ahead and tell everybody what it is now. No, 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 as no. A, as, yeah. No, no, no. This so, is your bonus for getting to listen to the show. No, that's not the way this Wait, works. Wait, I can't tell it? No. That's not <laughs> the way this works. Oh. Well, he said. A lot of people have been guessing that it's the pulpit cigar, but guys, I've no. been fairly upfront and honest with you about what the status of the pulpit yeah, cigar is. Yeah, we still is. have to check so, out our blends. So, I mm. mean, you know. We're getting our own cigar, dude. I'm so jazzed. I would you kinda, have no idea. I would kind of think that y'all would be paying attention to the fact that we're saying that and maybe thinking this is something different. But, you know, whatever. I mean, you'll see tomorrow. <laughs> So yeah. so anyway. Wednesday. They gotta wait till Wednesday. Gotta wait till Wednesday. You won't let me say what it is now. Nope, nope. Gotta I, wait till Wednesday. I actually I actually don't know what it is. I don't tell me either. I know you don't. Because mm. you're gonna pull this shit. <laughs> so. That's why he's staying in the dark. <laughs> he's the one that gossips. Yeah. But, but he cannot hold any piece of information to I'm, himself. I'm, I'm pretty bad. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> I, there's a reason I got into the news business. So you I, just say, I, li- I like to share yes, news, yes. you know. So, um, but you can follow us on social media and learn that announcement on Instagram at the Cigar Pulpit, the as Cigar well as Pulpit. at Naked Gator, N E K K I D Gator. We're also on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and you can reach out to us through CigarPulpit.com. How's that MySpace page coming? Ooh, it's, it's gone, dude. Oh, you need to just give that up. It's gone. It's coming. Back. They don't even. Yeah, MySpace it is coming. To, back. It needs to. It needs to make it's a resurgence. Back. I don't know. It I does. I saw the coolest thing on Instagram the other day, and it was this like video, and it showed um, like the top maybe ten or so like Google and Facebook and all these different sites, AOL, and it showed their progression he over time. AOL. As no AOL was like the first. Yeah. And it shows their progression with like a like a million six hundred thousand hits or whatever, and then it starts dropping down. You see other pages come up, mm-hmm. and it's just, it and they move back and forth as they're progressing. And you watch Facebook starting to retract because people are getting away from yeah. Facebook, but Google has just dominated. Yeah, yeah. maintained. And, but it's really it was a really neat video to watch, and I have no idea. I can't go back and find the link anywhere, yeah. so I'm hoping it just pops up again. Cool. But it was the coolest thing to watch. The progression of not only how it grew, but how certain pages dropped back and took oh, yeah. over. And AOL like, was the shit back yeah, in the day. AOL, AOL and Yahoo. Yep. Everybody was remember the Yahoo coming. Yahoo. Yahoo. <laughs> yep. I still have a Yahoo I email. That was my first email. Yep. A I still Yahoo have it. Email. Now I couldn't. T- it's probably got a billion messages in it now. <laughs> oh, I I show Nick this all the time, and it, it triggers him. Got it. Some yeah. fierce. Um, that's, that's how many, uh, tell him how many unread messages I have. Holy shit. Ooh. 
84,142 unread yeah. Most of those are looking for money. Now, mind you, yeah, this, this there's Nigerian also... Exactly, yeah. There's also the two... Hey, when the, when the son of the deposed prince of Nigeria <laughs> reaches out to you personally... Stole that from the office. <laughs> now, mind you, there's also the 249 unread text messages. Most of those are from Nick. And the... <laughs> son of a bitch. And the 28... I'm assuming, based upon the fact that this is on the App Store, 28 app update, updates that you need to do. Oh, yeah. dude. Let's scroll through one of uh, 46 just on the Google. Facebook page, 292 alerts. <laughs> Where'd you even find that? You, your Facebook page is oh, 292. Yeah. He said it does say that. God, you <laughs> Oh, my God. Oh, wait. You, you can scroll back and forth. Oh, my God. Uh. He didn't have no. Oh my god! <laughs> There's more windows. Oh my god! Oh. He need, you hey, need, you learn something every day. You need new phone <laughs> so bad. Oh, I cracked the hell out of it again yesterday. It's all busted up here. Yep. Now. So. Yep. Oh. Uh, well. T- uh, show note coming up for this Friday. We're going to be smoking the Aroa first twenty years out of the My Monthly Cigars box. Oh, I'm looking forward to that. And stick. you guys, you can get in on My Monthly Cigars by heading on over to MyMonthlyCigars.com. It's a premium cigar subscription service. You get boxes sent to your door every month. We get the Robusto box, which is That's four, four cigars, four cigars oh. for thirty dollars. They also have the El Presidente box, which is eight cigars for fifty dollars. That's two of everything that's in the Robusto box. For it's good if you're if you're sharing with like your dad or a brother or a friend or somebody like that. I hoard them. (laughs) He hoards them. (laughs) And so anyway, when you go over there and you sign up for the box, um, you can use offer code Pulpit P U L P I T. That gets you twenty percent off any of the items in their online store because they've got an online store where you can buy cigars, accessories, and that sort of stuff. But then they also will provide you free shipping on your first uh, or subscription box if you use that offer code. And the nice guarantee that, that Nick over there offers is that he's got his MSRP guarantee. So all of the cigars within the box, the value of those cigars is guaranteed yeah. to meet or exceed the price yeah. of the box. So you're not going to get screwed ordering a $30 box and getting like $15. Worth that's, that's, that's good. It's yeah. not full of the backwoods. You're not yeah. going to get the backwoods yeah. honey mm. in the My Monthly Cigars <laughs> Backwoods, <laughs> a white owl. Exactly. <laughs> A peach Philly. Yeah. Now we're talking. (laughs) There you go. I like peach cigars. I admit it. Nick's watched me smoke them many times. And actually, he's been doing gift cards. He's got electronic gift cards. That's a really cool idea. And I'll tell you, I actually used that option for Father's Day. Mm. I bought my dad a $50 gift card for MyMonthlyCigars.com. And I got a message from Nick um, saying that my dad actually used that gift card Within 24 hours of him getting it. So <laughs> he was real happy was, to get that. He was yeah. real happy to get that, that gift, gift card great and, gift. and yep. use that. So, yeah. So, no, I mean, it, I'm telling you guys, it's super easy. You go in there, you get that, you can forward that gift card on to whoever, and, and they can you buy, buy themselves yep. cigars and whatever. Whatever they so, want. Yeah. Whatever they want. So, so yeah, check out MyMonthlyCigars.com. There you go. So is is I guess uh, we're finishing up here because we burned through two cigars. We, we had well, we burned through one cigar. We burned through one <laughs> and a, cigar and a piece of. <laughs> and I will go ahead and agree and with Brian on that. It was it was nasty. And by the way, I am insulted that you did compare that to Toscanos because <laughs> Toscanos are significantly, significantly better than those. I like the uh, anise one. 
<laughs> it's like black licorice. It's good. <laughs> he just wants you to think he's a- anus. That's what I he's wasn't going there. But, it, but it's called did. anus. <laughs> Have you noticed a theme with him? It's all butts. <laughs> so anyway. Um, <laughs> and he poured in a storm. No, those original Toscanos are really good because, you know, they, they yeah, they're fire cured, <clears> so it tastes like you're smoking a campfire. Yeah. yeah. But what's nice about them is you can trim them in, yeah, you know, half, and, and they don't need humidification. Mm-mm. So I keep a box in my glove box, like, all the time. And they will last. They just last. So, anyway, enough about the Toscano commercial, so. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, does anybody else have anything for the good of the cause? I was going to ask uh, Bryant real quick. So... It, Give us a little thing. How do people, like, where can oh, they yes. go to hear your platform and all that oh, with Cigar Talk? Spotify, iTunes, we're everywhere now. Uh, CigarTalk.com. Uh, As um, Rob stated on Instagram, somebody has stole Cigar Talk from him before he got there. <laughs> That's Son why of a he bitch. says Cigar Talk Radio. Radio. Yep. But now we also have CigarTalkRadio.com as an email address. So if you hit either cigar, CigarTalk.com or CigarTalkRadio.com, you'll get to our website. Okay. So oh, good deal. He's opened it up. You know, it's, it's, it's a blessing because we are trying to get where you guys are. Wait. And we're trying to get where you I are. I was going to say, I know numbers, and I can tell you right now, we're I'm trying humble, to get man. where you're at. I'm humble. Yeah. I'm humble. Because it, it blows your mind, man. Oh, I know. It blows yeah, your it mind. Yeah, it really does. I keep telling folks, they say, oh, man, Jay from the Leaf, man, you're famous. I said, no, I'm infamous. <laughs> In- famous. In- yeah. Famous. I don't want anybody to know who nope, I am. Nope, nope, nope. Then they remember, wait a minute. That was a fuck that wrote me a ticket. Is <laughs> that the same guy? I know where he is now. <laughs> oh, I know. Nah. But it's, it's just a beautiful thing because this, this community, the cigar community, is a great, great community, man. Yep. We have people from every aspect of life. From Amen. Every aspect of life. And it's about coming together. We have one thing in common, which is the stick. But yep. We are able to build relationships from that one thing in common. Exactly. And it reaches across the world. It's not just something that the United States has or something that Australia or Europe has. It reaches every aspect. No matter where you are, we all have that one common thing, the stick. And we can hold conversations for life about that. But then we build on those conversations. You get to know guys. Man, it's, 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 it's so weird how me and you both went to Carbondale. Yeah. Oh, I know. Exactly. <laughs> you know, and then finding out that I was I was from East St. Louis when you when you said, wait I'm a from minute. Fairview you, Heights. Yeah. You, I like, say, you I'm like, like, wait a minute, you from East St. Louis? I was like, yeah, I'm from East St. Louis. What are you doing in Texas? Yeah. Well, there's a long story to that. <laughs> but it was the opportunity without a cigar. We'd have never been able to. Yep. I wouldn't be here. Exactly. I wouldn't be here. Yeah. I'm 10 minutes up the highway from 10 where you grew minutes. Up, and even you know? less than that because my, my mom and them stays in Shiloh now. Yeah. So it's That's even the thing. closer. When I, when I saw that you tagged that picture in Shiloh, Illinois, I'm mm-hmm. thinking to myself, shit, he's 10 minutes from yeah. my house. Mm-hmm. My mom you know? said they moved up there right after I left to go to Texas. So it was about 2011, 2012. Wow. Nick was excited you were 10 minutes from his house. When he knows I'm 10 minutes away, he gets nervous. <laughs> I can understand why. <laughs> after, this, after this conversation, I can understand why. Yeah. But it's the beauty of it. That's the beauty of it. Because it brings people that would never talk to each other or even have relationships in the in the regular world. Absolutely. This community brings us together. And we are common. We, ha- we, we can hold a conversation. And no matter what it is, even if we agree to disagree, in the yep. end, we still 
have that relationship and we love each other because it's about this community. Well, and that's what I, I say that a lot on the show, but the cigar is a great equalizer. Oh, yes, it is. You know, we've oh, sat yes, at, at various lounges and we've had conversations with judges yes. and guys that retired from McDonnell Douglas mm-hmm. and, and cops that have become friends of ours. Mm-hmm. And it's people that we would have never, never, mm-hmm. never sat and talked never. to. You wouldn't go to a restaurant or a bar and sit and talk to these guys, no. but in the cigar lounge, you sit there and that's yes. a conversation. Yep. It's that conversation, you know, and it it it, it, it transcends uh, cultures too, because you have people that are on this side of the aspect and on that side, but you can you're able to understand that we have this in common, so we can still talk to each other. Exactly. Oh yeah, we can still converse and then have a and conversation. Our, that our is, society has lost that <sighs> so much. Yeah, brother, yeah. preach that. Yeah, nobody. I'm listens. on the pulpit, brother. Preach that. <laughs> you are on the pulpit, <laughs> brother. Preach that, and that's what it comes down to. As long as we can understand that we are all just human beings and we're all on this same ride together, we don't have to be bickering and hollering and jumping and trying to kill each other. We can we can understand that there's there's a commonality, and that commonality gives us an opportunity for a relationship that allows us to have a conversation, and that conversation brings about another relationship, and it brings about another aspect, and it just keeps opening up. It's like the pop like popcorn. It's popping here, 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 here. Preach on, and everything comes down to that one thing: the cigar, the stick. Yep. Exactly it. So, well, I couldn't have summed that up better. So, I'm, nope, I'm, not at all. All right. Well, Bryant, and and you talked about how to find Cigar Talk Radio and all mm-hmm. that. What's your Instagram? It's Cigar Cigar Talk Co-host. 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 Nobody stole that one. No, me. no. <laughs> See, I went with Naked Gator, so no one would know what the hell I was right. talking about. Nope. They wouldn't go. know, nor would they steal it, <laughs> unless they were that. in fraud. <laughs> you know. You know. The sad part is we couldn't just get. Naked Gator. I think it was taken. We had to go with, ne- you know, any Naked, KKID. Yeah. 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 So. Well, folks, we really want to thank Bryant for taking hey, some time man, out of his trip joy. back home it's to sit joy, and talk man. with us. Yeah, I, so. wouldn't, I wouldn't be anywhere else, man. Dude, you're I back either. in town. you got to call us. Oh, we'll just hang am. out. It'll oh, be yeah. great. You know so. I am because this is, this is what it's about. This Sitting here in the lounge just chilling. See, that's yeah. the thing. We're going to wrap up this podcast and we're going to light up a good cigar to a, get that backwards out of our mouth. Please. So, folks, this has been another sermon from the Cigar Pulpit. I'm Nick. I'm Gator. And that's Bryant. Yes, sir. Thanks, everybody, and stay smoky. Keep smoking. <laughs>